Hi, Internet. Uh, welcome back to the Curse of Innistrad. This is very possibly the finale, most likely. So uh, let's give you a very quick run up to speed of the last series of events. Um, after our group of monster slayers from various places across the course of Innistrad came to the outland valleys of Stensia, uh, in response to the continuing presence and growing might and cruelty of Strephonmore, a uh, powerful vampire progenitor, um, they have made allies, enemies, checked things for strength, some successful, some less so, but gathered together as much as they could for this final assault onto the actual estate of the Vampire Lord. After a complex, uh, somewhat improvised ritual of raising an army of spirits into mechanical bodies designed for defeating these uh, undead foes, they stormed the gates of the estate um, at the... As night fell and the moon shone over what still was a stormy night, peeking between cloud cover, they made their way into the estate after a frontal assault, um, flanked by their difficult-to-control, or possibly because no one was attempting to, vanguard, and made their way inside where they were greeted by an ephemeral vision of Strephonmore, welcoming them and looking forward to the events of that night. It was at this point, after turning down his uh, offer of a meal, that they have found themselves in the central chamber of the entryway. There is still a sound of crunching feet moving around, one upstairs and one pushing through doors directly to the back. You found a, a staircase that winds downwards from uh, a side angle near this dining room. After uh, Strephon Moore himself has disappeared uh, after playing uh, a number of droning notes on the organ. There is a... it's a large estate. Everything in it highly maintained. Um, not always in perfect care. There's a certain amount of age and damage. But all of it with a certain decor in mind and still uh, finery and richness. Where are you attempting to go? There's nothing immediately stopping you. There's only the sounds of storm, battle out front, and the crunching footsteps of automatons. Well, I'd like to try and find the uh, the tomb of Crows, of uh, Crovel Grizzlack. Yeah, I thought that was roughly the plan. Yeah. Um. Did we see the stables on the way in? You have been informed that there are stables outside, kind of on the back end of the estate. Uh, when you made a bit of a scouting trip before, I think you might have seen it through a kind of chained section. Um, by leaving through either a back or side entrance of the estate, you would easily be able to make your way out to the stables. You would just need to find those, but that honestly doesn't seem too difficult unless there's an army everywhere, which by the rather emptiness of where you are right now, that doesn't seem to be the case. All right. Keep I'm glad we brought an army at least. At least and they seem to be dealing with quite a bit of a standing force of uh, the vampire foes. They spend, I imagine, quite a lot of their best resources trying to stop us before we attacked. That would be the dream, to have done all the hard work already. Or maybe he's simply inflated how much influence he has over the vampire world. Hopefully we made enough problems for him around the region that some of his best are occupied. Right. Let's finish this prophecy and then finish him. Uh... 
Any of you can make, uh, as for figuring out the whereabouts of the crypts other than down, uh, feel free to make a religion or history check, whichever you're better at. Probably religion. Oh, I'm apparently good at religion. 22. 11 for history. 18 for religion. Yeah, 22 religion. Well, <laughs> well, Nick, you definitely know that the direction to go for a crypt is down. <laughs> Um, strategy. Actually, I'll do 16 history. I've cracked the case. Uh, in a large estate like this, there are basically only two places where you could have anything resembling a crypt, especially if it's called a crypt. It would definitely have to be in some sort of undercroft, probably a semi-catacomb sort of access. Uh, it would most likely be able to access by, uh, again, going generally down. They don't tend to lock anything to the actual, like, crypts itself in these sort of places but that's about the best you know you've done protecting of various graveyard work before but it changes based on architecture and placement and how rich people are and you don't really do a lot of work in stencia um let's see as for uh faustus um in a place of this sort of structure that there's you know with your history check there's almost certainly a couple entrances into such location um, there would, like, of a place of this sort of size and any renovations it might have gone through in time, considering how old this must have been to be a crypt before there was a vampire lord, um, there's most likely been a number of different access points. Uh, and again, generally going down will probably find you your way there, but, uh, you could possibly find a more expedited route. Uh, those two of you with much higher religion checks, however, um, in addition to anywhere of that, yes, obviously crypts are down, there is almost certainly in a place such as this um, something resembling a chapel or, uh, you know, a small scale place of worship, a shrine. Whether it's in good condition, defiled, what have you, completely unsure for a vampire's placement. Um, but that sort of location will probably have a rather quick access point down there for ritual purposes. Uh, in addition, those of you who made the check at all can pretty much easily figure out that um, this staircase, since it's directly near the dining room area, is probably down to something resembling a larder. Cool. I doubt we're going to get much logistical support from burning vampires' food. I mean, you're not wrong. Let's see. Where would a chapel be? Where would a chapel be? Would a vampiric chapel have windows like a standard chapel? Or more likely be built into the ground and dark? It was a chapel before the vampires. It is also worth noting, since it's been a hot minute, uh, Innistrad vampires don't care about sunlight. Uh, that's right. Do they care about silver? Uh, in a sense. Was that the, it's just the reflection thing involves silver with that. That's the primary thing, and then also okay. silver. Blast yeah, it's been a hot minute, and I've been Fast reading Fast. Vampire the Masquerade. What do these vampires do? Uh, yeah, they, uh, yeah, if they look in a reflect their own reflection in silver, it looks, they see themselves as they're who they used to be rather than who they currently look like, which they really hate. But also, there's a lot of silver that is blessed and magical or holy, and that is not so great for them. Okay. Well, since they don't care about sunlight, probably somewhere where sun can reach it. Windows wouldn't be averse. I imagine we'd be looking for broken stained glass. It'll probably be very central, easily accessed by the people who live here. Lived here. Hey, Max? 
So yeah, looking at this place from various directions, was there like a bigger pointier zone that could have been a chapel? Maybe uh, something? Not pointier, but there's actually a place, yeah, that especially you would know since you've done the most actual scouting of this place long ago. Um, I was here you, twice. You didn't go as far in. <laughs> Um, and especially because this is not something you'd see from the front. In particular, it's something you'd very specifically see from the back. That uh, a large amount of this estate's kind of undercroft and even just the back end of it, a, a veer right at the edge of this cliff face that uh, views over the village of Shadowgrange. And from that location is where uh, the actual most vivid stained glass is from the sort of overhanged room that hangs out at the edge. This... Uh, kind of hexagonal in a sense in that it's curved only by flat walls. Um, but that uh, faces outward with some sort of imagery. You didn't get a direct look at it before again because it hangs out over the side. You could more see the colors from a distance rather than the actual imagery. But m- most likely at the back then. If yeah. That is the- I'll, I'll pipe up and mention that. Right. You travel to the east. Alright, we've got to try and Blaze a trail generally easterly through this place. Yeah, so you're able to move back to sort of the main crossroad off from this branch, branching section that went to um, both the dining room and the staircase down towards whatever winery or larder was there. And this section, um, as you move back to the section with the large staircases that uh, veer up to a second level, you can see that the most eastward door had been some probably at one point fine wood and metal structure with uh, elegant tapestries and drapes hanging next to it. That door has been completely smashed through and splintered, and you can see the still hulking body of uh, graying and silver steel moving uh, directly in that direction. A body now landing atop it as it picks it up and crushes it in its hand, snapping it like a twig. Uh, it's moved several rooms that way. Uh, there seems to be at least a hallway for the moment in between um, before it fans out into a couple more rooms. Um, you sh- you are more than able to follow after its line of destruction, though. <laughs> the righteous fury of the dead dead leaves quite a trail to follow. Um, yeah, as you follow through, it is mostly just kind of a wide hallway. There's a few doors that go off to either side, similarly of fine quality, uh, each of which has been uh, kind of crushed at the uh, doorknob area and pushed open with great force. Um, there seems to be the continual excess and lavish richness that it does not really accomplish anything. That is the sign of vampires. And as you continue forward past a number of pillars and a few side staircases, you see where the uh, automaton has ended up amongst uh, a series of scattered pews in a sort of um, broad, fattened, ovalesque room marked at the sides by uh, flattened walls. Um, there is directly in front of it as you, uh, directly behind the creature, I suppose, uh, as it continues to pop the head of a vampire before it, um, a wall of immaculately maintained, uh, stained glass, though not depicting anything you'd normally associate with religious iconography. It is nothing depicting angels or, uh, 
any form of Avacyn's Cross. It simply seems to depict uh, a sweeping scape of almost the fall of twilight, the very end of a sunset. And as this darkening sky seeming to form a figure with hands reaching down and the edges of that darkness being lit with, uh, being not lit, but marked with the edges of feathers in blackness. It's very elegant, but the rest of the room seems to be in less of that sort of condition. Um, it's, uh, most of it is not necessarily in disarray other than the foot where the footsteps of the machine have fallen, but rather in that it seems prone to the same excess red velvet, uh, kind of coated up and thrown over the pews to create more cushioned seatings. Um, a number of low set lamps and lanterns, um, including directly over where the shrine was to begin with. Uh, from here, there are no, uh, two things in particular you can see in the room. One is uh, a stack of what seem to be pale bodies um, adjacent to this velvet-covered shrine. And then far at the back, directly underneath the stained glass, is the body of another man who... But it seems to be ancient, almost mummified from the face in gray and waxy white, um, blackened armor that is still polished and that it has a shine to it. But there's a sword piercing through the chest plate, straight through the metal, pinning him to the wall where he slumps over. There seems there are also three vampires in this room, though uh, two of them are already deceased uh, at the hands of your upset machine friend who grinds and aches. The last one is uh, is cowering at the edge, scrabbling at a doorknob on the bottom right side of the room. Where is your confidence, Smirk, now? The vampire looks over to you at your words. Um, it's a tall man, um, very uh, carefully trimmed uh, mustache and beard, hair slicked back as he looks at you with... It's something... More than fear? It's not as if he's lost himself, but in that he is uncertain of anything to do. There's no striking, and he seems incapable of running. He is simply attempting to grab at this door, but not really knowing what he's doing against it, as the mechanical beast rumbles towards him. Face your end with dignity. It's all you have left. I'm gonna go ahead and dispute that. I shoot him with the big old crossbow. Hell yeah, all right. I, I'm just disagreeing. I don't think he... Yeah, the fuck this dude is a vampire. Pin him to the door. As uh, as the automaton looms over him and he uh, raises up his hands to try and vainly block at whatever its fist would bring, you fire much quicker uh, a large uh, bolt that just stakes through the middle of his chest and you can hear the crack of his spine as it impales him against the door. Unfortunately for him, it does not seem that that killed him as he coughs up a number of blood and then still looks up to the now incoming fists that clap on either side of his skull. His scrabbling stops. Uh, I'm going to go take a look around. What was the the feathery thing you're talking about? The uh, stained glass. This is this elegant kind of Mm -hmm. sunset to nightscape imagery, but the night part seems to be be more than just the image of incoming night. It seems to have almost the shape of a person, androgynous, reaching outwards, and the 
lapping edges of the darkness instead of simply being straight or blobby. They seem to be marked with the edges of feathers. Okay. Uh, let's go look at this dead guy. Yeah. The automatons are working better than I expected. Yes. He seems a little bit uncomfortable. You've done well. Uh, the machine takes a moment to look over the body that is there and kind of tests at the door that is there, pushing against it where the wood sturdy still seems to bend a bit before its finger. Um, however, there doesn't seem to be much room for it to fit through and it quickly gives up and kind of apathetically passes by you back the hallway it came through. Um, the body in the back, the man in armor... Um, make me a history check with advantage. Okay. I'm really good at history. I keep telling myself and then realizing I'm, I'm not actually good at it. <sighs> it's the Pope! <laughs> the Lunok! With advantage, I got a five. <laughs> oh no. Why do I keep thinking I have the history skill? <laughs> when I super don't. Oh, I'm really good at... Oh... Uh, yeah, you don't specifically recognize who this is, but it is interesting to note that based on the amount of aging this body has shown, it must be decades old at the very least, and it's fragile to the touch, but at the same time seems to have been as well cared for as the stained glass here, hmm. maintaining it into this perfect state of it being pierced against the wall. Important to someone, then. Um, as you look over him, most of him is this kind of dark, elegant armor, um, fancier than that of just a soldier, um, heavy plate mail, but which includes the remarkable quality of this sword piercing through the breastplate to him. Um, but uh, in addition to that, uh, as you look over him, uh, the one part that stands out is there's this dull kind of red pulse to the gloves he has on his hands. I will check those out. Uh, one seems to be of this sort of silvery color, and the other of even deeper black than the rest of the armor, but both of them illuminate with this low red tone that kind of shimmers at the joints. There seems to be uh, an etching on the hands, uh, kind of dark in the lighting, but uh, in the shape of dragons. Alright. Dragons are cool. Cooler than angels, let's be real. Hey. Somehow uh, even less common on Innistrad. I'll slap those bad boys on. Uh, yeah, it takes a little effort to wedge them off his hands. That's fair. You got all um, that corpse grossness in them. Really, by wedging off, I mean moreover that you kind of just snap it at that point if you and want it off. Shake him out. He's really brittle. Just kind of shaking little uh, flanges and stuff pop out. Like yeah, there's thing. basically sections of bone and dust that kind of come off. You don't take the entire hands, but you <laughs> more than you wanted. <laughs> Uh, one sec here. Uh, does the armor look salvageable? I, listen, I'm an adventurer. <laughs> I have to ask these questions. Uh, I mean, it's got a big honking hole in it, but like just the size of a sword, they'd have to be pretty accurate to hit there. And otherwise, like a good smith could probably patch it up. Mm. Is it magic? I don't know if it's magic. You don't know if it's magic. Only we had a, a dog. Mm. Huh. Or someone who could cast detect magic. I look it's at Faustus. <laughs> that we have. <laughs> I look at Yulia. Uh, oh, oh! I don't do that stuff. You don't detect magic. Okay, that's fine. No, I just use it. Uh, one second here. Let me post up the stats. Your new thing, though. I'm sure you're gonna look over that. Yeah, Faustus will cast detect magic. 
Um, yeah, there is a, a distinctive magical quality to the sword piercing the man's chest and those gloves that Grimhild has ripped off his body. <laughs> but um, the armor itself, no. Here's a question. Do we remove the sword and does the body come back to try to bite us for it? Uh, yeah. That seems unlikely. The gloves and the sword have an aura of magic about them. The armor does not. Whoever this was, it was important. Question. Do vampires always have fangs or do they have to extend them? Uh, I mean, I don't, they don't even specifically have fangs from what I know. I think when oh, they're dead, they, they, they go to their places. Um, yeah, I mean, so you wouldn't see it as long as they're in the illusory state. But I mean, what I'm saying is, check this corpse. Was it human or vampire? Look at its teeth. Uh, it is definitively human. Okay. Hmm. On that look, anyway. And you don't know a vampire corpse is to not have fangs. Yeah. Anything like any telling symbols on the sword or anything? Like, is it a particular style or something? Um, what was your history check again? <laughs> Well, and that was for looking at the body, not the sword. It's <laughs> for looking at all, motherfucker. Oh, you motherfucker. Don't do this to me. Um, I mean, it's it's old. It seems yeah. to be made out of a similar type of black metal, silvered at the edges of where it's been, you know, honed down to an actual edge. What um, color of magic was on the bracers, gloves, and the sword? Incredibly red. Nothing but red. All the way down red. The sword is white and black. Ooh. Conrad. You're a smith, yes? Can you tell the thing by the uh, make of the sword? James B.R.B. He did, it's true. Wait, 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 wait. These are three different things. Do the gloves do all of them? They're, no, they're not three different things. They're all one thing. It's just the description of what each of the fists do. No, I'm confused. There are two gloves. Yes. Alright. Do both of these gloves do all of these things? No. There's the fist of Balefire and there's the fist of Moonfire. Okay. One is one, the other is the other. Oh, I I didn't realize Bale was short for Balefire, and I was, like, very confused for a minute. I promise, I, I know how to read. Currently, all three charges are in the Fist of Balefire. Okay. Sick. This shit's sick. <clears throat> um, either way, that's what you find in here, but there's definitely that one uh, door that the vampire had been struggling against that goes from this room. What kind of sword yeah. is it? I'm assuming like a long sword? Long sword, Like yes, a correct. scimitar? Okay. Nothing I can use then. Hmm. Question. If I'm yes. wielding a one-handed weapon, okay. can I use my offhand attack or my main-hand attack with the gauntlet that's not holding the weapon? Mm, yeah. And then, I don't know, can you... I don't know about how switching hands would work, if that's like a full bonus action or if it's just like a part of your move. I'd be chill with it just being part of your stuff. Okay, because I really like that you're just tossing a sword from hand to hand while punching the shit out of dudes instead. Yeah, no, it's stylish as shit. Well, I'm not going to say no to that. What if two people each had one glove? Or does one person have to be wearing both? They can't both attune to the same item. They're That's a set of valid. items. That's the only problem that they okay. require. If they didn't require attunement, I'd say, hell yeah, go for it. But they require attunement, so you can't do that. Okay. Okay. Um... If it wasn't I really like Moonfire's three more silver, The more silvery fist is done with the shape of a Moonveil dragon, as while the uh, darker fist is imprinted with the shape of a Balefire dragon. Yeah, because I definitely like the three charge on Moonfire. Copy a magical effect currently affecting you and apply it to an ally. Its duration is reset to one minute or whatever max was, whichever is lower. Yeah, but if I'm like hasted, I can start tossing that on other people, which is pretty strong. 
Just probably. Yeah, but I think what I'm thinking is more like Conrad's magical good on checks thing. If you're within a certain radius of him, and I then don't like think that's a magical effect technically. Okay, it seems magic and it affects other people, but that doesn't mean shit in D and D. No, they mean like buffs. I'm pretty sure because yeah. it's talking about duration. Okay, that makes sense. Though. Never mind. Conrad, can you take a look at this sword? You're a smith. You want to um, yeah, so I'll do what I can. Also, in case you missed it because you were zoned out there for a moment, it is magic. I, I had a feeling. Also, check out these sick gloves. As, as nice as uh, messing up his trophy, maybe. I'm just going to, while you figure this out, I'm going to keep taking a look around. Yeah, okay. Take a look at the stuff. Sure. Um... You can just make me an intelligence with proficiency since you're a smith. You're skilled in smith tools, right? Yep. Yeah, Is there an altar in this area? Uh, yes, there very specifically seems to be a shrine altar that is kind of lumpily covered with the uh, velvet that has been spread about. It's this sort of like lavish blankets and veils of a sort just kind of scattered across everything that at one point might have been regular here. Okay, Larry's going to go look at that. Fifteen. Um... So the main things you pick up from it is it's incredibly well made. It's sturdy, sharp, well put together. Um, It's not made of silver, which is pretty common for a lot of magical weapons from nowadays. And in fact, kind of the general smithing style of it is an older idea of sword. Um, It's various. It's a very Stensian pattern to it, but um, not of recent time either. This thing would be considered an antique. Um... Beyond that, it's it's finely made. There's a this elegant sort of uh, ram horns to the uh, guard on the sword. Oh, because you weren't here, it's uh, white and black mana in the sword. Mm. Yes, there is nothing to complain about with this sword. It's uh, worthy of any warrior. Does it look like anyone else's calling tips? I don't think anyone else in this party besides you and maybe Conrad can use a longsword. I can, but I can't pack two of them at the same time. You also can't. They're also not dex weapons. Yeah. Still already my shovel there. Well, whoever this is, I'm pretty sure they'd prefer something other than being nailed to a wall for eternity. And uh, yeah, I'll plant a boot. Thank that fucker out. Strength check. Athletics action. Yeah, I'm good at. I am good at that. Yeah, you're definitely good at that. I got an 18. Yeah, you plant a boot against the kind of cross-section wall behind him and yank outwards with all your force. And it requires more than a little bit of force. It seems driven into there. Um, luckily, the sword is broad and sturdy, and it doesn't you know, seem like it's likely to snap. Um, and you yank it out of the uh, corpse out of the wall. And as you do so, there is this not just slump that the armor does, and you hear a clank. And you watch as much of the body seems to immediately fall to dust. The skeleton, not entirely, though it seems to um, be remained. As much of the flesh seems to drift away, waxy or otherwise, flaking off of him. We'll see you get a proper burial. Good thing you didn't pull that out and, like, the tip snaps off. I don't even know if I'll be using it. Or maybe I'll just bury this. Uh, Maybe I'm not sure. We'll figure it out. But we'll have to get this guy a burial at some point so he doesn't come back as an angry ghost. Geist. I'm assuming he doesn't instantly. Uh, and then finally of note, uh, yeah, so, uh, Alira, you go to the kind of covered shrine, and it's this awkward sort of lifting and pushing about this draping velvet that's coated over everything. <laughs> um, and you can hear some movement and shaking of the things underneath as you push it about. Um, 
But eventually you do find underneath it this uh, stone shrine. Not particularly weathered, actually. It seems in pretty good condition. Um, that seems to have... Uh, definitely, excuse me, I keep saying seems for some reason. Uh, has this symbology of ra- uh, ravens across it kind of fluttering about. There is a single... Uh, what's the, an idol on top of it of some sort. Uh, seems to be a penitent man clad in feathers, made out of uh, electrum, kneeling down, hands extended upwards. Is there a historical meaning to that or religious? Uh, in fact, there is both if you'd like to <laughs> make either check. Uh, I'll, I'll try history because I think that's the. Biggest comparative advantage. Oh, natural one on the religion. It's it's made of nice metal and you can sell it. Yeah. 14. Uh, so it's clearly important, obviously, and raven symbology is a big thing in Stensia. Um, as of recent times, their symbology has started to shift more towards the hawk, even though you've seen plenty here in the Outland Valleys, but that's because Outland Valleys is a little more traditional. Um, and in particular, there were... Um, a lot of imports on maintaining the appeal of ravens with how important they were. Uh, beyond that, you don't know of any specific deification or anything. I mean, as far as the people of Innistrad are mostly aware, there aren't really other religions that aren't profane in nature. But uh, it seems simple and about as respectful as you could expect from any sort of uh, idol or figure. This doesn't seem in keeping with most of Stensia now. Mm. Detect magic on it? Uh, I suppose I could, but I can't do that much more. I think magic has a duration. You could have just left it up. Does it? Yep. Okay, then yeah, I'll use it. Uh, Yeah, it seems to be a kind of simple uh, restoration and abjuration magic across it. Hmm. It has White more, and black. Uh, it has an aura of restoration and abjuration. Healing, then? Perhaps. He'll uh, try to uh, pick it up and examine it. Yeah, it's it's hefty, and it's made of solid metal, it seems, and it's about uh, eight inches tall. Um, other than that, you were able to handle it fine. Can I, like, just poke it with a little bit of magic and see if it does anything? What do you mean? I don't know. I haven't played D&D in so long. I'm like, uh, is that a thing I can do? I don't remember. Uh, either way, Nick, you were uh, going to the door or somewhere else. What are you going? Uh, yeah, just checking the environs. You know, keep keeping close enough to shout, but otherwise, just you know, because they're just they're just you know, like more other so. rooms than this one or this particular room. Uh, yeah, other if they're close. Sure. Um, yeah, you head back into the hallway just a little bit. Uh, well, you can head back into the hallway, or is there the one wooden door from this room that is kind of slightly bent in, but seems to be of sturdier wood than much the rest, where the uh, corpse of a vampire is now slumped against with its uh, blood splattered up against the side. I'm sorry, could you repeat that? So there's two exits, the one you came in from, the large kind of central entrance from the hallway, and then there's a door that the vampire that was in here has been splattered up against, blood leaking down the wood. It seems a sturdy door, but it is still closed. Uh, I'll check that one then, sure. The vampire Okay. Uh, yeah, you kind of have to scoot next to its body, uh, and your boots are already getting marked up in the blood that continues oozing around it. Um, but you manage to go up to the door and the test the doorknob, which has not been similarly crushed as the other ones, um, 
and it seems to be locked at the moment. Um, if it has a keyhole or other similar mechanism, it I'll does. Try to pick it open. Sure. Uh, you have enough time that you'll get it eventually. Don't worry about making your <laughs> Okay. You're like, unless you're trying to rush it for some reason, you're fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll just take 10 or whatever on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you pop it open and, uh, kind of a hefty push to the door edge as the body slumps inward and you can see it start to roll down into a darkening staircase. Uh, much of the kind of, uh, granite surfaces of this staircase seem to be carved of the actual, uh, rock on this mountain itself. Uh, he'll but give it a little... He rolls push. down into darkness, like you can't see all the way down. Yeah, like, no, he'll, he'll like, take his foot and, like, kind of give him a little bit more of a push, so he rolls down further. Sure. Uh, yeah. just You hear case. the kind of thump, 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 as it kind of catches against something uh just just at the edge of sight you can kind of see it flatten out on a landing um then i guess uh probably went about 20 feet down 20 feet down okay he'll come back just to inform them of that since that seems like that is probably the undercrofty way or at least an undercrofty way he's not looking for an undercroft he's got other things to do sure uh so he'll just drop by Drop that knowledge off and then uh, head down. You mentioned another exit. So yes, the one you came in through to begin with. Oh, um, that's it? Okay. Yeah, those are the only two from this particular room. Um, but uh, as you exit out, there is kind of a uh, secondary smaller cross hallway. It's not a full length one. Like It's relatively a short section that seems to go to a couple other rooms. And a larger external door directly to your, uh, when you turn right, leaving this room. Um, he uh, is basically looking for any, because, like, uh, to, to put it in, like, Dark Souls terms, he saw the other end of this sort of, of this shortcut already. So he's trying to make it past that gate that led to the stables. So uh, This would do it. That door right there would definitely get you back there, as this is already on the back end of the estate, the chapel. All right, then, yeah, he'll start. If it's locked, start working on that. Okay, that'll take you just a little bit of time. Um, you can still hear the crunching noises of the uh, automaton walking the other way. They're not particularly speedy. Um, and also very deliberate as you hear it smashing open some more doors. Um, okay, uh, those back in the room, what are you continuing to do? Just checking that there's nothing else under the velvet blanket. Uh, that seems to be it. There aren't any other books or anything there. It was just that. A few other, like, carved etched imagery on the stone surfaces, but uh, the rest of the velvet seems to have been coated over the pews and the like, which seem to have either ram horn imagery or uh, raven feather imagery to the wooden sides of it, but that's it. Gonna start checking out the way down. Uh, yeah, it is. It, seem, it gets dark very quickly after the passageway opens. Um... You can see the trail of blood and the kind of slumped over body at the very edge of the light line uh, on a broader flattened stone platform. Um, but there is no set of torches lit that direction. So exits to this place where, where we came in, the downstairs way that's leading to the shortcut that uh, Nick was talking about or Max was talking about. Are there any other doorways out of this zone no other doorways out of this particular room however there is of course the large window itself if you wish to leave through it for whatever reason 
and just plummet to my death. Sure. That would be unadvisable, yes. That's um, a finale. We gotta, we gotta knock this up a notch. Let's go. And I will say, I suppose, there is one other thing in that um, there's an overhang up above, a kind of balcony. It's it's a good bit up above you, like a good like 15 feet, but it's another viewing chamber into this chapel. Okay, does it, is there an easy way to get there? Or do I have to like, grapple hook or something? You'd have to either, I mean, you could grapple hook it, or you could go there from, you know, where you're supposed to enter from, upstairs, probably. I'm gonna grapple hook it. <laughs> sure. What? Hey, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to split the party, and so I want to be with an eye shot of them. At 24. I was, Just got to babysit us, I guess. <laughs> yeah. you, might, you might end up splitting the party. I was planning on going to the crypt. Well, very, very... Check it up here, then I'll go back down. Yeah, you very deftly managed to uh, uh, hook up onto one of the sections of Bannister and pull yourself on up. Um, up there, there's still this sort of uh, velvet finery. Um, however, there also seems to be this thing that is a fountain is the wrong way to put it. Um, but it seems this set of wine glasses adjacent to this de- device isn't quite the right way to put it either. More of a place where you would... Through, yeah, as close to that as you can without it being mechanical. Moreover, that you'd set something above, and you can Mm -hmm. see straps set there. That's gross. Where you'd be able to exsanguinate something. Um, There are finer chairs and uh, a sofa set up here, um, and uh, a number of uh, fine pieces of um, art set about as well, tapestries and the like. In this very deliberate but quote-unquote haphazard look to it the way that it's like set down purposeful messiness it, it's pretentious and the yeah just like, messy like enough some of those to be weird some, but some of those portraits aren't hung they're like set leaning against the walls but at very strategic oh, places this. it's like robert pattinson's pattinson's wired collar to be just that certain disheveled in the twilight movies yeah that sort of idea to it right it's this de- it's this oh it's earthy like the peasants I hate this. I will, I will not rest until they find no refuge here. <laughs> I put just a little bit of holy water on each of the wine glasses. Sure. So it's hard, but it's there. It'll, it'll take one vial to do all of them, but you can That's do that. Fine. Just in case we die, I want to give them an episode of stomach. Sure. Um, there's also, you can see, uh, during this time, Yulia has been feverishly inspecting the uh, stained glass and seems to be sketching it in a uh, journal of sorts. Find something relevant there? Uh, something old, moreover. So how does <laughs> Probably it do incredibly unrelevant. Hmm? How does it do the hands? Where they're not quite there, but they are. It's interpretive. Um, you make the silhouette of a figure. Um, honestly, I wouldn't have expected this to be in this condition. You don't think they worship, do you? Not anymore. I don't think they worship much anymore. Though maybe there's something in him that still cares about their old gods. Well, if they believe in something, maybe that will grant them solace as we kill them. When did Avacyn show up, I say, climbing down from this shitty balcony that I hate? So I'm gonna put this right here. History's gotten fucking whitewashed as hell. No one remembers a time, really, where Avacyn wasn't about. Yeah. When when did Maurer come into... When did he stop being human? Yes. I mean, as far as anyone knows, for the most part, no time recently. I mean, I'm so good at history. history. Older I than am, most history goes back. I am so good at history, guys. 
with advantage, I rolled a two. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it makes sense. This, this, history, this history is like obfuscated on purpose by everyone. So Yeah. Mortar um, will come to power in, in five In years. fact, I will say it is distinctly odd that even Yulia seems to know anything about it. <laughs> One uh, day, Mortar may die. So then, I'm assuming those aren't angel feathers, but maybe raven feathers? Oh, distinctly raven feathers. Mm. She's gonna go over and grab the idol from Faustus, who probably still hasn't showed to Yulia, pointing mm-hmm. between the man and the glass. Yeah, he'll Connected? pass it over. Related, at least. Oh my. What? Yes. Angels. She places a hand over her face, looking somewhat con- uh, contemplative, um, but seems to whisper something into her hand, kind of nonchalantly. Not not like secretive, and more like kind of. Is it a face palm? Is is she is she doing a face palm? No, no. It's more the thing where think of like the thinker, moreover, but like covering uh, okay. up her mouth. Okay. Does she have like a vampire hunter D style hand with a face on it, and she's talking to it? <laughs> no. Okay. Just making sure. That'd be weird. Is everything yes, alright, Julia? Oh, actually better than alright at that. Um, though we still have a dire situation to resolve, I figure. Well, of course, but in small doses. Yeah. We should Conrad. Catch up with... Yep, that guy. <laughs> that, could, that dude. Conrad. Uh, yeah, so you started heading your way down. Do you, uh, are you lighting a lamp of some sort or grabbing one of the ones up here? Or are you like, using some sort of light spell? I'll grab a lamp from up here. Okay. What your werewolf eyes don't let you see in the dark? I. <laughs> what do your werewolf eyes see? <laughs> Nothing. At the moment, they're human eyes. <laughs> <laughs> My special eyes. Um. Yeah. You wander your way down. Uh. Down a bit, and you find the platform where uh, the body fell off on. It's sort of that um place where they would have a hard turnaround, basically, in that it's broad enough to then move to a separate section and the stairs continue down deeper about the same distance again. Um, sure. As you keep going down, um, you reach a point where it stops being as much granite and they actually have put in um, uh, flagstones the wrong term. I forget what the large square stone patterns are, but of uh, marble. It's a tiling, really, more than anything. Sure. Um... And as you go down there, um, this area, oddly enough, while the staircase wasn't, is lit. Uh, there are a number of torches about uh, lining the walls, and it is um, definitely an undercroft of sorts. This There's mainly this tiling, nothing that is resembling carpet, and there's not the same sort of art, at least of ones that aren't statues. There's a number of carven figures, none of angels, but many of other things that, again, feel very distinctly stencian, such as uh, in the form of dragons, especially. Um, but it's a broad area, um, at least uh, 40 feet wide um, and quite a bit further in. Um, throughout it, you can see uh, clearly set up crypts, these uh, structures internal, spanning from the ground up to the roof. A few of them made of granite, other ones probably made more recently made of other materials, mostly marble. Um, there seem to be about 12 total. Alright, I am single-minded in my purpose. Still looking for that one particular grave. Sure. Um, uh, to those of you upstairs, uh, Conrad went about this pretty directly. Uh, what are you all doing? Julia doesn't really have any input on the idol or any more to say about Raven Gods. She'll probably wander down after Conrad. Yeah, that was the plan was to 
meet back up with everyone else. Okay. Yep, follow Conrad. All right. Nick, you managed to pop the door open to the outside. It's not a... It's a better lock than the one to the crypts, honestly, but it's uh, prim- probably for defensive purposes as opposed to the one for the crypt. Um, and you find your way outside to the falling rain again on the uh, rough flagstones. And from here, you can see directly to your left is the heavy, uh, not portcullis, but sort of uh, spires of metal barring you from that section still. Not, not quite a portcullis, but more of a wall of fencing. Um, oh, I can't flip the switch so that I can run back faster after I die. <laughs> There's almost certainly a mechanism to do it, but it's not as simple as a switch from where you can see. Most likely from uh, the raised tower up on the parapets nearby. Um, as you uh, loop over to your right, you can see as the walls merge up with the back of the estate, uh, the stained glass pointing outwards uh, beyond the wall. So you don't see that from where you are. Uh, but you do see directly from here, uh, across more weathered tracks, some of these, uh, uh, flagstones being marked with a series of muddied stains, uh, is a large wooden structure, uh, good 40 feet high with a secondary loft to it, um, closed and boarded up, very fine wooden material to it, um, and a light on inside. Uh, there's the you can smell even from here the scent of uh, grass and uh, kind of grain, not grain quite, but, you know, the scent of uh, previously cut vegetation dried out. Mm. Um... There doesn't seem to be anyone particularly right here, it's worth noting. The parapets are a little busy, uh, but mostly moving towards the front where there is you can still hear uh, yelling and breaking noises, a few grinding sections of metal. Yeah, he will, I, I guess, um, since there is a window he can see light through, then he will, like, try to peek in that window. Sure, are you trying to be stealthy about it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Make me that roll. See if you're that kind of rogue. <laughs> Never that kind of rogue. <laughs> uh, let's see, five from dex, three from proficiency. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're not that kind of rogue. I've never been that kind of rogue. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Poor Nick. Yeah, you wander over towards the uh, towards this uh, section of stables, and it, it's a type where there is uh, kind of large doors that push outwards to offer exit for a carriage yeah. and horse. May I offer a suggestion? You're so used to city stealth that you just try to look super nonchalant and put your hands in your pockets and start listening <laughs> while walking <laughs> brazenly. Like, pulling up Stilling your hood up. and like popping your collar. <laughs> this Nephalian times is super interesting. <laughs> sure is a good day to pretend to be a priest and definitely not an assassin of the creed. Am I right, boy? <laughs> if I put my hands together and put my head down. <laughs> <laughs> no one will know. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you, uh, you approach near there, um, and, uh, yeah, those large kind of gate-like doors, uh, are more, are are currently closed and probably boarded up, and there's a smaller door where the, uh, right adjacent to the window. The window's a little higher up than you would like, probably because of, uh, 
a raised section right there for the floor. So you sort of need to grab at the windowsill and heft yourself up just a little bit to try and get a look. The problem being here in that this area seems to be very frequent with storms, and while some things of finery are maintained, the wooden building simply made to hold these things is not quite as much, and the rot gives way directly beneath your hands as it crumbles back and you fall directly backwards on uh, into a puddle of water with a splash. There, you hear uh, a couple whinnies and a kind of like, shh, someone shushing. Um, so is it, it's fairly dark out right now? Oh yeah, it's nighttime. You, you came after the, uh, after the spirit procession so they could possess the, uh. Okay. Um, he is just going to, uh, kind of get close to the building and use my armor's special action to hide, even though I'm not in like total darkness. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that roll. Maybe the second stealth check. <laughs> 16. Okay. Hey, I didn't want to say it was statistically unlikely to be a one again, but I also didn't want to jinx you. <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, yeah, you hear this shushing for a bit, uh, and then tepid footsteps in your direction from inside, uh, kind of scooting across the wood surface rather than quickly stepping, um, until it seems to be right at the edge of the window. Um, and you can see the light darken a bit as someone tries to peer down outwards, but you're hiding an angle to be not directly in sight of the window right now. It lingers there for a good ten seconds before lowering down and you hear uh, a uh, hand at the doorknob. Uh, and after a twist in the grating of metal, he kind of steps out, um, illuminated by the back of light behind them. A uh, large, broad-shouldered man uh, with features that you mostly recognize. But a new scar, right? Uh... You can't tell quite so well, but his face definitely seems in not so good condition. Um, it's kind of sheepishly that he uh, steps outside and looks about. Uh, kind of just fanning for, like, if there's anyone particularly here. Um, he definitely doesn't seem comfortable and leaves his back foot still inside the uh, the stables. You do I, anything. I can't stab him in the back. Um... I'm gonna just dump my bag of a thousand ball bearings in his okay. general direction. <laughs> he releases it like like a cloud from a, of a frightened squid. <laughs> <laughs> so do you just kind of toss it up onto the section he is right at the top of the very short, like, two-step staircase? Yeah. All right. Yeah, you just kind of lob it, and there's a... As they start rolling in every direction, um, scattering about, and he he is incredibly startled. Uh, one moment here. Uh, yeah, he's very startled. Someone threw a call at me. <laughs> he releases he grips, an actual cloud of ink. He starts to sort of jump backwards, but grips onto the door frame as he does so, and you can see his feet begin to windmill out from underneath him. But uh, based on his grip he has on the door frame, he doesn't actually fall down; rather, just leans further into it. His legs make that Scooby Doo butta 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 sound. <laughs> Basically, um, Nick's signature attack. Uh, and he immediately pushes himself back into the room and tries to slam the door shut. Shit! Sh- sh- the the ball bearing monsters here. Um, he's just gonna try to catch the door. Basically, okay. Uh, you putting something in the way other than a limb, or are you putting a limb in the way? Um. He'll put a limb in the way. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, make me a uh, just a dex check, straight dex check. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, no. I'm proficient in dexterity saves. Uh, yes. Am I proficient in dexterity? No, whatever this not. is. Okay. <laughs> this is an athletic or acrobatic. Nope. Okay. You're just shoving a hand in there. Twenty-three. Okay. Yeah, you just immediately just wedge your arm in the space there. Um, uh, to which he's going, ah, ah, uh, <laughs> immediately there is a boot at the edge of your hand trying to stomp on it. Uh, you take two points of bludgeoning damage. I take one point of bludgeoning <laughs> <laughs> As you shift your grip so it doesn't quite stomp on you correctly. Oh no, it's a spider. Uh, li- listen, I don't want, uh, anything to do with anything. I just, uh, <laughs> you hear more scrabbling backwards and sort of slipping on the, uh, the balls. I don't want any Girl Scout cookies. Please go away. I didn't stab you in the back because I figure you maybe have some reason why you're here. There is a pause the between the scrabbling you still hear the sound of balls rolling about but it's the only thing other than the pitter patter of rain that you hear in this silence nick i know you had to follow that tanker's idiot wife here what i don't know is why you're still here are you just hanging out with your hand there are you moving into the room moving in okay uh as you step in um you can uh you see inside of there um this warmly lit, uh, just a couple lanterns, two in particular. Uh, the inside is dry, better in better condition probably than the outside. Um, a number of horses stabled there, many of them a very dark coat. Um, a couple not there currently, and you can also see uh, a dark carriage, uh, or, and two dark carriages actually, parked at kind of the back area beneath the loft. But most importantly, you can see... Hmm? There used to be three. Yes, this is true. Uh, most importantly, uh, at the edge of this sort of raised, more wooden area than the soil beneath is Jackie. Uh, though not quite how you remember him, uh, he is scarred. Very scarred. Um, there are a number of uh, marks both across his face and his arms of uh, cuts and possibly stabs other places where he's healed poorly. Uh, he's still big and broad, um, and he doesn't seem, you know, completely disabled by any of these, but he doesn't he doesn't have that sort of boyish handsomeness he used to have. Um, are some of these, I mean, Nick's not a doctor, but, like, are some of these recent, or are they mostly old stuff? Like, say, a couple years old. Um... A couple of them are recent, but most of them seem old. The hell did they do to you, Jack? Well, the long answer or the short one? We got time, I think. Do we? He, kind of, he looks towards, uh, furtively between you and the window. I, I didn't even know. Are you with them? <laughs> yeah, those things, they're ours. Well, they're the tinkers. Well, they're, they're the geists, I guess. Now, that's a long story. It it's, sounds like it. Uh, he looks pained. There's this mix of something that is not happiness, but relief at the edges of his face. But it's held back and worried. And it, he's already streaming tears down the sides of his face. I didn't think I'd see you again, Nikki. Well, you know, when some guy 
who apparently couldn't lie, uh, told me that you were hanging out here. I, uh, I'm not going to lie. I hoped I wouldn't see you here. I hope that it maybe wouldn't work or something that, that he was full of shit or that you weren't the guy he was talking about. Why? I, I'm not trying to be, uh, second guessing or anything, but, uh, when you say why, uh, what, what do you mean in particular? There's a lot of whys and hows that have happened. I don't know all the facts and figures, but my best guess leads me to ask why you didn't have the good sense to at least get yourself killed rather than doing the bidding of him. He's still standing like a scared animal, but not not running. It's not exactly deer in headlights, but it's completely on edge. Um, I think I did die for what it's worth, at least a little bit. I don't really know how much it works. I don't. I didn't really sleep very long for what it's worth. Uh, they they did some um, few 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 of the folks from then. Uh, bad stuff happened, Nick. Bad. A lot of people died. A lot of them did. I don't know if. He knows some lady who does work. She puts things together, things that shouldn't be, and apparently thought it was funny. What What lady? I don't exactly know. She's tall, looked like she'd remember the church, kind of alien, like really elegant, but in the cold way. I don't know her name. They just called her an abyss. Uh, and so what? Moore's guys brought you to her? I guess. I mean, not just me. A couple of us. Probably about five. <laughs> oh, this is a mess. Jackie, as far as I can tell, that, that Avis is an angel. He... It's hard for him to look more pained and confused than he already does, but he's doing a good attempt at it. <laughs> he's gripping at one of the uh, support posts set up here in the uh, in the stable. Not wanting to sit down, not wanting to move at all. So, you're alive, for what it's worth. Bose, yeah. What? I gotta ask, I mean, what What was he having you do? A lot of, a lot of grunt stuff. Uh, anything he thought was funny, anything beneath him, I suppose. There's, there's uh, the folk live about here, the uh, Bitterheart folk. They do, like... Heading out to town, anything he needs, get getting God or talking to people. Uh, those of us, well, the two left, me and uh, me and Helen. Um, we just kind of get whatever thing he thinks is funny. And he thinks picking up shit and making sure that his stuff sparkly is funny. I suppose. At least that's what I gather from the laughter. He doesn't laugh so much as much as smile in that comfortable way. Well, that's how it is. I think I understand. Are you going to kill trust me, Nick? Me. No. Um, after, after. Oh, thank God. Oh, oh, I have a. Oh, jeez. No, I'm sorry. After you didn't come back. Believe me, I wanted to. This place is not. <laughs> Might as well be a portal to hell, honestly, for all I know, Nick. This is not a good place. I hate it here. <laughs> I left the church. I wandered around. I things I don't want to talk about for money I didn't need. <sighs> didn't understand what had happened, but uh, and I don't know what I'll, what I can do for you, given what you've been through, but 
Well, uh, how does how does maybe revenge sound? Uh, terrifying and almost impossible, but probably better than this. Come on, Jackie. It's it's time to go home. And I'll just embrace him. Yeah, he's he hugs you back with the his big bulky body. He's never particularly skilled or deft with a blade, but he was always a big and and he scoops you up and lifts you off the ground with his hug. He's the cuddle bear. Crying into your shoulder. <laughs> of all the shirts that have gotten ripped, this one is now just soaked in tears. <laughs> and some grime from uh, stable works. Just big blubbery tears. <laughs> <sighs> Um, I don't have anything resembling any sort of, uh, tools of which to instigate such a thing. I mean, the oh, best no, thing I got is a hammer and some nails. No, don't, don't worry about it. This, this, this crazy broad I've been traveling with, got like a whole bag of the things. Whatever you want. Don't, don't you need like only two? Like a sword and a dagger or something? No, no, you, you apparently need a whole bunch. I'll, I'll take your word for it, uh. He he, kind of looks about, not really sure what to do. And uh, what, what they used to ha- uh, when you were back on that, uh, I forget what it's called, but but the really metal guys who chase around scabs and then set them on fire uh, oh, that he was God. a part of. One second, I have that on my list. Uh, hatchet gangs was it? I be- it's hatchet something, I believe. Yes. <laughs> uh, one second here. That is the I, that is the one document I forgot to open my Innistrad cheat sheet for it's, like back. No, say, yeah, oh, you know. Sure, sure, we could find a nice, nice big old hatchet for you, like the old days. <laughs> uh, I mean, most of that was killing things that were already gone, but uh, yeah, no, um, it, yeah, hatchet squad, that's the one. Uh, it's better than nothing. Yeah, it's probably what I'll be most comfortable with at this point, to be honest. I am no good with a sword. It's okay. that too quick. Don't need to be good at this sort of bullshit for much longer anyway. It's fine. <sighs> okay. Yeah, he kind of... Uh, moves to the back and uh, grabs up a saddlebag and moves back over to one of the table and just starts scooping in a few tiny belongings into it. Not He doesn't have very much at this point in time. Um, well, a little he does. He scoops in. He just kind of pushes into the bag and puts over his shoulder. Uh, should we do anything about the horses? I don't feel too good about killing them. I kind of... They're the I only mean, things that I've really gotten to know. But, uh, you know, if that's what you need to do, that's... No, I guess. no, no. They can, I mean, they're not like... You didn't like summon them up from the depths of a hell mouth or something. I think the only one of those he has doesn't eat, so I don't see it very much. Yeah, no, no. It, they can pats one of the horses on the on the. Oh, all right, all right, all right. No, nah, I maybe mean, in fact, you know, uh, probably take him with us. Uh, I've been thinking around sticking around this area after we're done. Um, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like something we should... Uh, yeah, we'll have a lot of catching up to do in addition with that. Yeah, uh, he just kind of gingerly moves through the ball bearings by scooting his feet. Yeah, just, just shuffling. <laughs> Until he ends up uh, out the door. All right. A hideous, the- Conrad, a hideous monstrosity rounds the corner. It's huge, hulking. <laughs> I cut his head off. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, another subplot about killing someone's... <laughs> oh, God, in the same damn building <laughs> the same damn group of people too <laughs> my sister shows up is like hey I heard you guys have finally killed my stab oh shit <laughs> <laughs> well got any family Illyria <laughs> ouch <laughs> not for long <laughs> are did you forget her backstory? There's gotta be someone. 
Grove shows back up. <laughs> Stab. Okay, so yeah, back with the Crypt crew. I will, that actually does cut to a good point in that those of you who head down, you realize pretty shortly as you meet back up as a group, um, Grove isn't around right now. I think he's scouting ahead. Yeah, you mentioned that to me. Do scouts normally not announce they're leaving? Well, no, he depends he said, on the scout. He, he said he was going to go off ahead, but he'd be back soon. And Faustus furrows his brow. He'll step away behind something close and uh, set Victor down. Yeah, you step just behind the edge of one of the crypts because they're kind of set out in a similarly spaced pattern. We're short on information, Victor. I'm always short on everything. <laughs> he s- smiles slightly. Really? I do like finding things, though. Could you investigate the upper floors? It will take a while. I don't climb very quickly. Just leave him up there. Just be careful and let me know what you see. It may take some time. I am unsure if I will be close enough. Hopefully we'll be returning to the surface soon once we finish this idiotic prophecy. Yes, it is rather dumb. Thank you. He doesn't nod or really give any sort of approval as much as just kind of look towards the staircase and start toddling that direction. He'll go rejoin the others. Um, yeah, you've moved past a, a series of crypts already down here as you've been looking about. Uh, most of them seem to have uh, nameplates associated with them. Uh, some of the script going back kind of, once again, older style like a lot of this place. But most of the newer marble ones seem to be in more uh, recent fashion. None of the language is archaic to the point of being a different language. But it is definitely uh, older script, the idea of both in style of font choice as well as, uh, you know, ye olde sort of look to it. Um, let's see. Uh, a few of you have done history on the actual area, right? You've read over books about the history things to try and figure out the information about this by this point. Not all at once now. I'm not much of a historian, but then I would have researched what I could. I um, I have high wisdom, so I'm good at religion. because I lived Did you ever read through... Was an aesthetic? Did you ever read through the Stensian history books here, uh, Faustus? I think you did read some of them. Uh, probably. It's yeah, basically okay. the the only way he'd know to approach a problem. Yeah. Don't so, uh, no checks for anyone. But, um, yeah, you start heading down and you, you recognize a good number of these names as being, uh, like, older generals associated with this, uh, kingdom's the wrong way to put it, but kind of lordship that was held from this uh, estate. This section of land has belonged to this area for a long time, like as long as people can remember. And most of it has been involved with vampire control as well. But at the same time, they uh, uh, not always have been quite as petty as they are. And seems like a few more than a couple of these are important individuals who uh, have uh, who passed away and they made some memoriam of them. Uh, Grimhild, similarly, you get. You know, a good ch- you recognize a good chunk of names. You, know, you just I, I don't. It. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, you recognize just about all the names, actually, except for some of the old. <laughs> you're finally hitting your stride. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you're looking through and uh, like seeing primarily old warheads or nobility sort of idea. Though there's a few great artists that are kept down here. Hmm. Um, are you moving with the rest of the group, or are you kind of trying to fan out to see as many of the names as possible? Uh, I'll probably fan out a little bit. Like, I want to be able to hear, you know, be within the earshot and everything, but... Sure. Grimhild's um, trying to be a good babysitter to us. 
Mm-hmm. So there's there's two distinctive things that you really uh, that you as a gr- there's one distinctive thing that you as a group pick up and then another thing that you notice uh, as a group definitely at the end of this hallway um, well quote unquote hallway this expanse this sort of uh, large area um, far at the back flanked by uh, two statuesque figures uh, bearing uh, long swords kind of pointed downwards in guardianship kneeling is a larger depressed area um, l- like carved out of the stone. Again, this uh, not quite an amphitheater look to it, but this uh, sunken series of steps that move to more uh, grand crypts, only a couple of them, however. Um, but that's at the very end of the area. Uh, but Grimhild, as you fan out kind of over to the side, you notice one of the um, corner crypts uh, seems newer than a lot of them there's a few other you know comparatively new ones and when i say comparatively new i mean like a decade old this one here seems to be only a couple years Hmm. rather fresh marble not really uh aged at all um and it seems you know down here everything seems cared for it seems like people actually seem to care about the dead to a degree here this seems immaculate Uh um and it is flanked on uh, either side with uh, one side with a wolf and the other with a ram carved out of the same marble. The name above it carved into it says Richter. Uh, Grimhild frowns mightily, but then digs out that key. Cause the, yeah, there's a, is the ram, um, is that like Maurer's deal? No. Okay. The ram is really uh, a good, uh, among, along with the uh, hawk, is one of the two symbols of modern Stencia. Right, okay, because it's like a sheep, but meaner. Yeah. And it's, a dude. <laughs> it's a sturdy sheep, which is a, which like, though it's not necessarily the way that people of Stensia like to picture themselves, it's kind of the way that they are. Yeah. And it's not, it's not like a bad thing when they picture it, it's just that that's also how the vampires would refer to them, and, you know, when they say it, it has a whole different meaning. <laughs> okay. Um, huh. Yeah, I'm going to dig out that key and, and check this out. Yeah, um, this takes a little bit of searching for, because even though you know where it is, you haven't had need to dredge it out since uh, since you first received it. That's not a weapon, so I don't like know exactly. Where <laughs> exactly, you're not like, oh, I got it. No, it's it's uh, in a couple. It's like in a pouch on your bag, mm-hmm. uh, and you fish it out. Um, and uh, yeah, you go to the um, grate of uh, of uh, iron that has been set up here. Um, and it cleanly slides into the lock, and uh, you give it a twist, and it opens up. Yeah. Uh, Check this out. Um, to the rest of you, you keep searching through and seeing, you know, very Stensian names as you're <laughs> moving throughout it. You know, these very Russian Germanic Stensian names. <laughs> yeah, these very these very uh, Russian and Vons. <laughs> All very boring to read. Nothing Care to read at. Minute. No, <laughs> I will. I swear to God, <laughs> John Ravenovich. No guns. <laughs> Lady Wolfowitz. James, stop it! <laughs> I'm done. Um, but yeah, um, you start looking through the uh, the list of them, moving your way through, um, and it's not alphabetically organized, but it is approximately uh, age based and based on how long ago you. Uh, you all have read about the situation here and been told by uh, Victor's research into the matter. Um, it's most of the way towards the back where the very fine um, 
uh, crypt is, where you end up finally uh, finding a tomb that is marked with um, a uh, set of hackle-raised hounds flanking either side of it. Are they normal dogs? They're not real dogs. They're carved out of stone. Seems to be carved out of granite instead of alongside. Uh, It seems a bit older, not especially as maintained as some of them, but again, like, people take care to clean up down here. It's just aged. The stone has started to weather. There is a uh, similar iron, but this one uh, starting to rust the edges, uh, bar covering over the actual doorway section. Is there any way to move these bars like uh or or is it like look pretty solid they they have a uh hinge associated with them um but it also has a lock i i'll pull out my lock picking tools hell yeah all right yeah give me that roll uh dex i assume yes is conrad a better that type of rogue (laughs) well not better but i'm proficient uh 16 Okay. Uh, I mean, it's a bit of work to it, um, but what's interesting is that um, it seems that this sort of weathered look doesn't apply to the inside of the lock mechanism, which is very smooth and clean. Um, And as you twist, it uh, pops open after, you know, about a minute and a half of work. Uh, Inside is uh, two stone coffins and a somewhat crumbled statue of a large... uh, Man with immense jowls, um, rough hair, and an eye patch. Arm, uh, one arm, kind of draped on uh, at his side, holding up a helmet, and the uh, the other arm um, pointing f- uh, further ahead of him, down at the ground, kind of at the in between space between these two coffins. Um, very commanding appearance to him. You look Does down. The stone coffins look opened. Um, the one on the right, uh, both of them are topped with this sort of look of a dog laying down, carved out of the stone. Uh, the one on the right seems shifted a little bit, uh, just kind of at the corner, so that there's just a gap. Like, it's the one that's most likely been touched and moved and dealt with the most. Most likely. So all there is is a statue and two, co- and two coffins? Yep. It's not a large room. Well. Not like looking at, like, ten feet across. Illyria will go in and start poking around the right one that looks like it's been opened. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can see in the hole a little bit once you bring light up to the edge of it um, that there is a, a body in there based on the edge of a boot you can see. Um, you can also see something kind of leathery in there as well, um, kind of above it, but you can't really get at it very easily in the space available. Weird question. Does the boot look like it's been sitting there for a hundred years, or is it like, hey, this is a boot that a real person uses? Um, I mean, it seems pretty aged. Uh, okay. Like, I mean, well, good condition for being very aged, as it's probably not exposed to a lot of elements. But on the other hand, it's it's not new. new. It's cracking. Even even edges. without a lot of elements, leather will like bunch up and crack with time. Yeah, exactly. Um, Conrad, come here. Lift this up. You're stronger than me. Um, all right. There's something in there, and it kind of looks leathery and maybe like a book. Sure, I'll lift things. That's what I'm good for. You're good for lots of things. You just also are stronger than me. I'll lift. Do you lift, bro? I, I lift. Should okay. I roll to lift? Uh, <laughs> no, you're fine. It's it's heavy, and it's not really very easy to lift unless you want to just, like, heft the side of the coffin completely over the top of the coffin. But you can shift it out of the way without too much difficulty other than, like, the loud sound of me- of stone on stone. 
Yeah, it's not it's not pleasant, but you shifted over about a foot um, to where uh, Alira, you can slip your hand in and you see this um, a very polished black leather uh, encased uh, book. Yeah, sure. Pretty I'll small. reach my hand in and just grab it. Nothing bad will happen. Yeah, no, nothing bad does happen, it seems, as you reach inside and grab it. Um, you pull it back, then you have a relatively small book. It's enough to fit kind of inside of uh, a jacket pocket. Since he's moved it a little bit, can we tell if the person inside is just a dead body or a vampire? Uh, from the look of it, it seems like it's probably a dead body. Cool. The way it should be. The way it should be. I'll take a little look through. Yeah, let's flip through this thing. Took it off a dead person. Um, okay. Uh, Grimhild, as you step into the, uh, chamber marked of Richter, uh, the inside isn't currently lit, so whatever torch you bring in is your only source of light other than what little ambient pours in from the outside. Uh, but you're immediately meted by the gleam of steel along the walls and sort of shelves set up here next to two simple graves, not coffins, gravestones marked with text. Um, actually, excuse me, not two, four. Um, but along the, along the walls and shelves, there are a number of weapons. Hell yes. Um, and generally good condition. And by good condition, I don't just mean well cared for. Like, of course they're cared for. It's your sister. <laughs> No, it's uh, it's that they are high quality, high make, sturdy weapons. These are Stensian made and Stensian cared for. A single tear rolls down my face. She's still uh, there somewhere. <laughs> are you just gonna steal all your sister's shit? Yes. Cool. There, uh, yeah, there's like a good ten, uh, ten swords in there, leaning up against a series of racks. Um, two spears, um, a long bow, a short bow, and a number of arrows of varying types. Um, different fletchings to them, and a few of them set up to be uh, more heavily weaponized than simple arrowheads. Um, okay. Nothing any... that is holy is very worth stating. Yeah. <laughs> There's very definitively none of that. Any of these seem like, any of them like calling out to me like, yo, this thing does something cool. Uh, if you mean magic, no. If well, you mean uh, just neat, uh, I mean, nothing really mechanical either. She probably oh, wouldn't okay. leave those for you, let's be real. That's fair. But um, some of these arrows, uh, a couple of them seem to have uh, been rigged with gunpowder or some sort of combust- combustible material at the edges. All uh, right. uh, kind of like bag front to it. Arrows are bolts. Because as Castention's got a, a crossbow bolts. She has both. Okay. I will take some special bolts. I mean, th- this is an armory set up next to these rather tasteful, simple gravestones. Does it say who they're for? Yes. Um, They're for you. The turret lights up. That would make sense. (laughs) Uh, There are two that are designated for your parents already passed. Okay. Um, And then there are two more. The other two are respectively using your name, not Grimhild, your name and your sister's. But again, not uh, not Anghild. Did she dig up my parents? There's not coffins, and this is not, like, a soil. Okay. That'd be weird. No. Huh. These are these are simple gravestones without, without like, bodies associated with them. Weird. Uh, does it, have we met up with Nick again yet or no? Not yet. 
Okay. Does do I think of does anyone seem like they would need weapons? <laughs> That's your call, my dude. Hmm. A call from across the void. Nick didn't even say where he was going. I'll take an extra light crossbow. Okay. You've collected every other weapon we've seen so far. Yeah, but these are a bunch of weapons that aren't, like, special, special. Uh, You you never know. You might break, like, five weapons and need a backup. Uh, If I I break five weapons, I will still have... (laughs) I will still still have four weapons if I break five weapons. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh... More weapon than person. (laughs) So yeah, oh, you forgot. Out. You'll still have five weapons. You're forgetting to count yourself. Oh right, yep. The deadliest weapon of all. <laughs> and two guns for good measure. Okay, so <laughs> exploding crossbow bolts and something else. Um, there are a couple different types of crossbow bolts. Um, uh, and there are a couple vials of poison as well. Okay, very clearly labeled as such. She is she is clean in how she operates. Yeah, that's fair. I'll grab I'll grab a couple of those too. So, all right, handy. But otherwise, I leave it to clean. And I just kind of I don't know. She probably like has a moment of silence in front of her weird, out of place parents' graves, and it's like thinks about like how that's fucking weird because vampires shouldn't give a shit. That's upsetting. Uh, <laughs> then goes to meet with everyone else. Okay. Um, back at the uh, tomb of Mister Grizzlex. <laughs> Um, yeah, you pop... Grizzlack, excuse me. Um, no, yeah, you... I think he said that. I was just being a jerk. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you pop open the, uh, the book and start flipping through it. Uh, this is very clearly a, uh, journal kept by Moore, but from the look of the pages, uh, it's another thing that seems to be an antique more than anything. Um, it's relatively brittle to the touch, but, uh, again, like like many things down here, relatively well cared for. Um, as you push through them, you can see a number of essentially diary entries, um, keeping track of back when he was nobility, um, back when he was a person, not a vampire. Um, there are some post that as well, but it goes over this complex he has as you start reading from it. Um, this need to prove himself this need to be the best the most important um it talks of his nation the people of stencia the kingdom he was in charge of and of his brother and even greater tactician than him a man he despised a man he longed to be um there's obviously more if you want to keep reading over it but at the same time uh, i'm you are just standing in a tomb right now if there's anywhere else you'd like to go while you continue to read I'm, I'll keep reading, but I'll follow anyone else. This was more or less my, my big thing to do before finding more. Okay. What about the rest of you down there? No. Illyria doesn't really have a whole lot to do. Yes, yeah, pretty much the same. Start walking back up to the chapel then. And once I catch up with them, they probably see that I have a shiny new crossbow. All of you make me a perception. I'm actually good at this theoretically. Nope. I lied. I rolled a one. <laughs> so six total, but, uh, Still a one. Skill checks apparently ain't my thing this session unless they're athletics or very specific history checks. Not 20. Uh, 17. <laughs> 5. Okay. 
sort of two camps here. Uh, so as you're starting to he- as you're starting to head back, um, and uh, you, you kind of make this kind of T-bone meeting as uh, Grimhild crosses back in the direction of the rest of you uh, through a separate uh, cross section of the crypts. Um, there is, as you pass by it, this rattling underneath one of the uh, stone coffins behind a grated wall um, that you he- you hear faintly the sound, um, Conrad, and can see the uh, inwards at this point where it continues this grating and rattling noise. Um, but Illyria, you specifically um, hear even more distinctly as you pass right next to it and see inside this sh- beginning to shift of the top of a coffin and this uncomfortable sounding to this shove that continues to rattle and grate at the stone. It like, sounds like someone upset trying to push over the side of a stone. And which... uh? Uh, tomb is this? Uh, one second here. No, oh, where's that section? One sec. Uh, it is the, uh, crypt of, uh, Laszlo, uh, Garvinsky. Something's coming out of that coffin. Is that name familiar to me? Uh, he was a pretty well-known sculptor in the, of the past. Uh, was well known for a high artistry, which there's not a ton of call for in Stencia, but I mean, he was good enough that he was who they hired for a lot of local work. But like eighty years back, but like yeah. again, like you see you see his work hey, all over the place. You in the coffin. Uh you don't uh, get quite a reply as much as this sounds of exertion almost. Well this Yeah, that sorta. Of. Give us a hint if you're sentient enough to talk. No. Hint is an odd thing to ask for. Okay, let's get this guy out of here, I guess. And if we, we can kill him if we need to. I'm, ass- I'm assuming he's the guy they keep locked up down here to do all the stonework when they need it. Faustus is partway through casting a uh, flaming sphere. Yeah, hold, hold your action for that. Yeah, It's a lot less useful if I can't cram it into the opening of a coffin. <laughs> okay. Uh, similarly like the rest of them, the uh, thing, the... Uh... Entryway is a grate that is locked off. I look to the locky boy, Conrad. Hmm? There's someone in there who's able to speak at least probably some form of undead, but I suspect they're not super pleased with Mauer. Yes. Alright. Hello in there? There's not not only not an immediate reply, but there's suddenly a stop to the sound of the movement inside um, as you speak. Identify yourself? I pointed the name plaque. So it's you again. Famous sculptor. You've made it this far. Is this a dude's voice or a lady's voice? Man's voice. Okay. Well, um, I suppose that is true. Perhaps your resolve was stronger than I expected. I'll take that as a compliment. Do you know who this is? Mm -hmm. Do you recognize this voice or anything, or...? Well, Have we met this man before? Because he said again, and I don't remember, but that's not saying... You don't know that name, at least, other than the historical name for Grimhild. And yeah. Faustus recognized the historical name, too, I guess, as you did reading. But I'm, guessing, I'm guessing you were around to keep an eye on things last time? No, no, no. Though why would you recognize it's a very different situation right now than when we last met? Guys, what if Maurer just sleeps down here because of the ruse, because everybody would go to his bedroom otherwise? 
I think we'd recognize Mauer's There's a return to Shifting Stone, but this time less, like, fevered and more deliberate. Who are you and how do you know Conrad? Conrad, yes, that was your name, wasn't it? Still is. We met not long ago, less than a week, in fact. I have difficulty placing your voice in the echo of this chamber. It would not be the same. There is a continued shift, and now you can see there is starting to be a notable gap at the edge of the coffin. What? Okay, it's been a while. What happened two weeks ago? Like game, what happened two weeks ago? Not even two weeks ago. He said less than a week ago. Sorry, what happened less than a week ago? A lot of things! The entire adventure! Yeah, the whole game. But like, I'm trying to think of... The entire game is taking... No, it's fine if you don't get this. This is not supposed to be like a thing you're supposed to pick up right away. Is it a werewolf? Should I expect this to come to blows, sir? That depends on how the conversation goes, I suppose. I am indisposed, so you probably have the advantage. Are you a werewolf or a dream ghost? What is a dream ghost? Okay. Perhaps you should stop being coy and tell us where we know you from. Maybe this will come to fisticuffs. There's uh, enough of a push that uh, kind of shifts the entire coffin lid off, and you can see a skeletal man that you distinctively don't recognize. Um, simple clothing, um, nice quality, it seems to be made of something like silk, but it's not complicated. Um, not much of the face is left, um, skin stretched over bone. With my previous form, I was Vladimir Horngard. Lord of Aaron's Lighthold. Ah, I see. Okay. You've been here a long time, then. Not so long. Those are drifting. I had not experienced it myself, but I'd heard it spoke of by my knights. There was a ruckus, a motion, and the seal lifted, body to have, and yet you are here. It's curious. If we let you out of here, you gonna go home, or what? He kind of contemplatively uh, slips out of the coffin, draping a leg over the side. You've come to slay him, yes? Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. A foolish plan, but farther than many. Seems to be and would well you so far, at least. And would you fell me again for my path- uh, pacificity? No, you seem to be of sound mind. I would not doubt that I ever had, but... Nonetheless, persist in your attempt. I do pray for its success, for what it's worth. I suppose if you aren't planning to help us, then we should simply move on and wish you well. You could let him get back to his men, yes? I figured that if that's what he wanted, that's what he'd be doing. I'll figure my way. I consider finding the other restless here. Some of them have risen beforehand. That locus of anger... There's a great deal of emotion here. <laughs> Not in general. Just a single person. More now. Perhaps. Though I doubt you'll be as angry as her. Very well. I will hamper you no longer. Conrad sort of dips his head to one side, then looks back at the uh, book looking for anything helpful. Secret secret weaknesses. Things of that uh, nature. Of more or what? Well... We were told that this would be helpful in our quest, the knowledge of the past. Sure. Um, I mean, like scanning for weaknesses, you're not getting as much of that. You're getting sure. I mean, emotional man. weakness. You're getting, you're, yeah, you're getting the story of a person and definitely his flaws and fragility. Like this yes, constant force he's presented before himself is not 
always the internal story he has. In fact, he is a fragile and toxic man from the story written here. Yes, that's what I'm looking for. But there is nothing about, like, a device or weapon of which is meant to slay well, him or anything no. of the sort. You know, nothing of that. Le- <laughs> but like, there's, like, nothing a legend or thing he mentions fearing. He simply mentions his jealousy and anger, but... Uh, and I'm, looking, I'm, this... looking for, I'm looking for things to throw him off his game, not, like, the magical diamond blade. <laughs> Oh, oh shit, guys, we gotta bring Burnham Wood here you, to kill him. So apparently. the number one thing you definitively find is a covetous feeling he has for a woman named Tatiana, um, who had uh, been engaged to his brother. And this had been shortly before uh, the events of being turned into a vampire. Um, and at the time of that... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just imagining, like, fucking... Uh, what's his fuck? Markov? Who's the... Planeswalker? Planeswalker? Soren Markov. Yeah, Soren Markov. Yeah, like, Soren Markov walked up to this wedding where everyone's just fucking dead and he's like, you seem like a pretty cool guy, I'll make you a vampire! No, no, no. <laughs> See, here's the thing. The vampire thing happened before anything bad happened. <laughs> oh, okay. So he's just, like, cursed because he was a shitlord, basically? Or did uh, the vampire chomp him? No, he was part... Uh, he actually writes in here of the ritual to become a vampire. Oh, right. Okay. He was a vampire before losing his shit and being a shithead. Well, he was a shithead before that. I mean, he's already a shithead, yeah, but he he was of the people who started being vampires. Gotcha. Which is part of why he was so good at his job. It's a big reason for his strength, clearly. Yeah. Okay. Does it it mention him interacting with Tatiana after the vampirism? Uh, Yeah, very specifically. It mentions uh, the fear of her and the fear of his brother and the fight they had and how he slew him uh, pierced his heart and she never looked at him the same and she ran and she uh, and in his anger he slayed her as well and he was crushed but he was still powerful and he still used that and he tried to live whatever hollow life he felt like he had left oh fuck this twitter egg Oh, I killed her. I'm the victim. Fuck off. Fucking <sighs> And however, uh, uh, there is no. Per- there, it pretty much ends shortly after that series of events. This story. He has no more writings after that. I'm going to let you all know. I'm going to attempt a gambit when we fight more. It will either lead to our victory or he will reduce me to dust. But I plan on making him very angry. Are you saying that after moving past? Uh, the Lord, or are you saying that while still near him? Yeah, whatever. Just say it around him. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> does, he, does he say anything? Just kind of laughs, just subtly, and just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to what you do. Alright. If I die, at least I'll have died with a smile off of his face. Let me see that when you're done, if I may. <laughs> I'll just hand it, hand it to Grimhild. Grimhild gets- with, with that laugh, I was having to be like, <laughs> oh, he is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm expecting... I, yeah, Grimhild probably just gets mad when you're reading this. Uh, Nick. 
when returning, what path did you go? Did you just go back in where you came from? Yeah, he's he going to the, the chapel. Where is everybody? No, he goes back to the chapel. No, because he told you guys about the, the, oh, the yeah. downstairs. So that's right. Like, oh, well, OK, apparently they went downstairs. Yeah, uh, Jackie's just like got this terrified head on a swivel thing going on right now. <laughs> oh, God, where's the vampire? Oh, no. Oh, no. Any creaker sound he is incredibly freaked out by. And especially so as you hear a series of small, like, porcelain clinks coming up the stairs. Porcelain clinks? Oh. Like the sound of porcelain against stone. <laughs> okay, what's our first sweet queen baby boy? We, we, might, we might be about to see something very odd. Um, let's just say that the, the Tinker's mental state hasn't improved. I don't know who that is. Uh, Arcelia's husband. Oh. Huh. Oh, yeah. Oh. Proceed. <laughs> He's, he, like, starts squinting real hard at you, about that, like, trying to, like, picture something and, is like, see like, you're not porcelain? getting <laughs> Arcelia married a dude? What? <laughs> She was a total lesbian in the ranks. What is this? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ow. Ow. <laughs> All I'm um, saying is yeah. maybe she was bi. It's fine. Short, shortly after there was this, uh, there is the pale white face of uh, Victor emerges at the top of the stairs and completely disregards you and scoots by. I like to think that Victor, like, sits on his butt and scoots down to a step, and that's the only way he can walk down. Like, the way toddlers do it. He has to kind of clamber up. No. Yeah, that's... You you don't get used to it. I hate this. I hate this. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of it either. Like, what's happening? (laughs) Um, well, in a manner... Uh, like, but not similar to mine. Uh, he didn't take the fallout from that raid particularly well either, uh, except his, r- rather than, than drinking and mercenary work. Uh, he may have resorted to a little bit of necromancy? Just a smidge. He's not dead. No, no, he's he's quite alive. Okay. Sure. Yeah. All right then. Uh, okay. Hick, your friends are weird. <laughs> They're not my friends. Ouch. <laughs> Fair. What can I say? They're not. <laughs> Y'all are weirdos. Uh, but yeah, after another short trapes, uh, both of you hear sounds of footsteps the other way of the passage as you travel towards each other, meeting on that landing in between. Uh, yeah, before they're inside. Hail? Hello? Oh, good. Hi! Nick, I have wonderful news. Oh. Okay? I've discovered an itemized list of Moore's insecurities. Grimhold found more weapons. Good, good. Jack and as well. This is Jack. Uh, yeah, that might be good. Oh, I saw you dead. Cool, I did too. Oh. We we have some more questions. We have I some- check his pulse unceremoniously. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's a little okay. It, it's it's beaten. It's very quick right now. Uh, yeah, no. The um, we have, I, I think we all may have some questions for the abbess after this is done. This is that's just some more of her work. Yeah, yeah. You know how I was really pissed off that the abbess didn't do this to Nick. Now I'm really pissed off that she did. So to Jackie. To Jackie. Yeah, sorry. Talk <laughs> to yourself. Plot yeah, twist: no. Nick is actually yeah. Jackie. Jackie's actually <laughs> Nick. 
<laughs> he took his identity with his head. Uh, uh, I, I toss Jack a talon spear and axe form. Uh, <laughs> he kind of like slightly fumbles it when you do it because he wasn't expecting it, but then like quickly snatches Which it up off the ground. I have all of these things in the Grimhild armory. It can transform into a pike if you hit this button and do this. Oh, that's that's pretty nifty. Yeah, is, uh, is, is a pike a longer spear? Oh God. Um. <laughs> um. But yeah, no. This um apparently more raised Jackie and four four or five others uh back to life with the Abbas's help. I'm not sure whether it was willing or or you know deception, but uh, she seems fairly bent on not making waves so it's probably something to do with that oh just as a favorite hail i suppose hmm. i didn't even thought of that for what it's worth most of the other people are dead again so you know so she didn't raise them again uh, i i don't know much i kind of hang out in the stables they make me take care of horses i like uh, horses Great. I like all animals, actually. I'm sure, you two have a lot to talk about. I just about. like look at you, Yulia, like these fucking people. I feel like Jackie might not like horses at the moment. <laughs> Yulia's got this like incredibly bemused smile, like she's taking mental pictures as fast as possible. I'm going My favorite to... animals to talk to are giant spiders, but only back in the Ulvenwald, where they're much <laughs> nicer than other spiders outside of the Ulvenwald. I think this guy's probably in a bit of a state right now. Maybe don't overload him with animal talk. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to find Strefan Mora. That sounds fun. Let's do that. Uh, so this out of my list. Um, do you plan to yell these insecurities at him until he's on the fo- on the floor weeping? I plan to speak to him while we fight. Yes. Well, that's usually not how it works with angry men. Normally, they just hurt people and then what? What are these things? The people they're hurting. Uh, Grimhild, are you done with the book? Nearly. I'm incredibly angry. <laughs> It seems that Mora had a bit of a, a bit of a spat with his brother over a woman. Okay. Remember that man nailed to the wall we found? Wait a second. The woman, it's it's Tatiana, the, the person he thinks Irina is. Yes. <laughs> he killed Surpri- her too, didn't he? So it's not even like he thinks she's Tatiana. He killed her, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's just going after I, her because she looks like it and never had a crush on his brother. I mean, she's he's mad. I mean, I think we could... Well, are all vampires to an extent? He's either mad or an utter douchebag. Why not both? <laughs> Just a real shit heel. Yes. And I'm going to go kill him. Sounds good. Mm. I will... I mean, we'll see. <laughs> not saying that he won't die, I'm just saying I'm gonna... Try. We are going to go kill him. Uh, what was next brother's name again? Jackie. Jackie. I instantly forgot this poor dude. Uh, can you use that reasonably well? Uh, I'm I'm all right at swinging a thing, so uh, not like wasn't especially proficient, but I was a soldier for what it's worth. Maybe you can guard the door while we fight Mauer. Okay. Thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean to to like push this on you, Jackie. Um, I mean, I do want him dead. I'm just not really sure how much help I'll be. It's (laughs) kind of thumbs the edge of his nose. It's fine. Yeah, my concern is that he would just kill you out of spite as quickly as possible just to upset Nick and then go for the rest of us. I'm rather concerned about that too now. So, 
Yeah, you. When we walk in, you can. You should stay behind, perhaps. Um, you might perhaps fight with the automatons. No, no, no. Let's 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 keep him. Uh, he's been keeping stables for two years. I don't suspect he's in fighting shape. Also, the, the, resurrected from death at once, which I don't know what that does to him. So, Mora, then? Yes. Yes. Where is the most obnoxious oh. place you could be right now? Because that's where he is. The place with the organ again? No. Perhaps a master bedroom? Yeah. That would make sense. Uh, or an oh, Jackie, audience hall one. with a throne. I do have one question. Do you have any idea where a pair of severed angel's wings might be? I don't go inside, really. Okay. So they're probably inside. Yes. I mean, I figure I haven't seen them outside. Will this castle crumble when we kill this? <laughs> Why would it crumble? Or a load-bearing boss. Listen. <laughs> sometimes these things happen. There, is, I, is I was in a... of the caulking just... <laughs> Mauer goo? I've it's had this happen like once before. I was in a mansion, I killed the, the boss, and it started to crumble, and I had to escape. It's more likely they'll collapse because of him than without him. It was the only <laughs> timed portion of that entire outing. It was unexpected. <laughs> I'd leave some good loot behind. So, is there a throne room? Well, vampires like to sleep in their graves, don't they? Sometimes. Yes. I'm not sure I... A library with a really ornate chair. Is there one attached to this room? Like a grave that's for him? Well, I didn't see anything down in the crypts. Yeah. Mm. Master bedroom, maybe? Master bedroom or a uh, entertaining lounge room where he takes guests. Though I imagine uh, he wouldn't be asleep right now given the fact that there was that glamour at the organ. Yeah. That's true. Well, and there's been robots, you know. Do I hear any robots exploding? Because yeah. I figure if one was fighting, they don't him, explode. Like they're not made of oil. No, I know, but like if I hear one being like, like metal being torn apart is probably kind of loud, and I suspect like yeah, but you're quite a few walls away from the main fight. Okay, like you're at the back of the estate; they're fighting at the front of the estate. No, that, that's what I mean. Like a couple of them got through. I'm wondering if there's one that like ran into Mauer and just got oh. You don't specifically hear anything of that now. Where was Moore last time? What do you mean? Oh, last time you came in? Uh, he was he greeted people. Hmm. Uh, you saw him at the particular time at that central uh, landing, the place where uh, that fanned off one direction towards the dining room, the other direction back here towards the uh, uh, chapel. And where was the uh, the the massacre? Uh, that was mostly out where the uh, automatons are fighting now. I think we should go back to where the deaths happened last time. I think he'll draw confidence from there. Um, I don't have any better idea than you, so. Hmm. Yeah, Faustus looks a little paler than normal. I almost asked Jackie, but then don't. (laughs) And I just know that the first thing out of his mouth is going to be something along the lines of, remember this room? Faustus, make me a charisma saving throw. Okay. How close are you to me? Probably within range. Get plus four on it. It's so good. <laughs> you feel this cloying ping at the edge of your head. This sort of wave, the gentle, kind of in the sense you normally feel it from uh, Victor. But it's pushy and shoving and something that isn't in words or sounds. It's simply feelings. 
this mix of sorrow and anger. And there's at the edge, you feel this wetness at the edge of your cheek, and you see that there is a tear without anything given already streaking down one side. Faustus, are you okay? He'll wipe the tear off silently. So the, the, to check, that's, that's not actually Victor. It's something along the same lines. Possibly. It might have okay. been something that Victor picked up and then it sent back. It definitely felt like it was Victor, but at the same time, it was didn't felt like feel like anything Victor normally does. He'll communicate with him. Uh, are you there, Victor? There's no reply. Just simply the same kind of wave. It's constant, like static on, on the radio. You don't necessarily keep crying, though you feel like your tear ducts try to well up kind of against you, and you just occasionally have to brush at the edge of your eye. There's something wrong here. I thought really wrong without saying, but I suppose you mean something a bit more specific. More specific, yes. Something's in my head. Um? I've never felt anything like it before. We should work quickly. We, wait, wait, we saw your, um, we saw it, uh, shambling around, um, as we came down. Um, do you know where it was? I asked him to explore the castle and communicate information to me. And it might be him trying to see me, but trying to talk to me, but he isn't actually saying anything and he isn't responding. Yeah, I don't like this. Still, it's time. We must steal our souls and make real the instruments of our vengeance. Yeah, Falsa seems distracted, but he follows along. As a vampire, Moby doesn't steal our souls because that move is OP. It is like <laughs> Soul it's a steal. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, you you arrive back in that passageway. The one leads out to the foyer, leads to the stairs, leads off to either wing and back to this chapel. And standing there in the center of it, uh, atop a now lightless, stiff tomaton, uh, is Rahadin, uh, Moore's butler, manservant, valet. Boy. He stands there very still. It seems you've finished much of your exploration, I would figure, unless you wish to peruse every nook and cranny. The master would like to see you. Trust me, but be as little as possible. I would like to see the master as well. I figured such. I loaded the crossbow. Yeah, he's been saying this while staring at Grimhill. (laughs) Pointedly. (laughs) Just loading it. Not pointing it yet. He's got his crossbow bolt catching hand up. <laughs> oh man, and Sky can see across the time streams. <laughs> well, no, I like shot him you. when we were entering, remember? Yep. He would like you to meet him upstairs. Quick question for you. A pair of angel wings that your boss took, you know where those happen to be? I believe he keeps it with much the rest of his treasures up in his personal chambers. Excellent. And I so imagine we- you will be joining him in our downfall. If he requests it. What if we just roll your boss? Like, what are you doing then? I will leave. If Nefali has any indication, the position of uh, sniveling manservant is a fairly thriving industry. I don't attempt to snivel. You Honestly, I would rather not be a manservant for any who would pretend to take his place. There's something just so powerful about him. Definitively, yes. He is skilled and strong. And a creep. Skilled he just kind of he does that kind of like very uh, snide, like kind of like 
point down with a nose, blink his eyes, and half shrug, like, eh. you killed not disagreeing with you. Creep is gonna creep. Very well, let's go. Yeah, he will uh, turn and begin walking up the stairs. Oh, I want to shoot him so bad. He'll actually take us to where, you know, like, Mauer is, and then you can shoot him. Yeah, but he, we know where he is basically now. See, my concern is, like, if we kill Mauer, he leaves, then, like, there's a strong vampire wandering around. I guess we know just hunt him down later, but that seems like a pain in the ass. <laughs> they, they were fine cleaning up the Mauer remnant uh, for the DLC portion, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, fine. If no one else seems like they're giving me the go-for-it sign, I'll start walking them. I just hold on to the amulet, running my fingers along it. He guides you up the stairs. You take a few turns, um, more passageways. You can see a number of doors, similarly filled with finery, though these times less the sort of guest room standbys. Now you're looking at art rooms, game rooms, places of pure excess. And you see other vampires still in here, some of them not as armored, uh, glancing out the doorways, watching you go by. Uh, Rahadin is very practiced about the whole thing, very precise, disregards everything that's a distraction. I'm sorry, when you said game room, all I pictured was, like, vampires arguing over Catan. Even though I know it's probably filled with either, like, board or dead animals. I'll trade you a wood for three humans. (laughs) Right? No trade. Only, instead of the robber, it's Believe me, I don't want this wood to begin with, but still... (laughs) Instead What's of the her? robber, it's just like Avison. Just, just three insulin me and insult flame. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. This is, this is Stency. It's not Avison. It's like Grimhild or something. <laughs> so, he uh, he continues to lead you up another flight of stairs, and you come out at the top of a uh, section of parapet, more like almost a bridge of the internal sides. You're not at the wall sections. Those are separate and do connect back to the main building, uh, mainly atop those side gates. But here you are um, brought up to this sort of bridge that connects um, between these two raised bits. And as you do so, you encroach up on top of the roof and you can see a good 15 feet above you um, sitting, dangling his legs off the edge of the roof is Strephon idly watching the battle beneath him. Of now, where you are hearing both the yells of vampires and the tearing of metal. Has Faustus gotten any, like, since we've moved up in the mansion? Um, <laughs> sad or less sad? Maybe words closer to Victor? No, in fact. In fact, not only not words, but an even stronger pulse of this feeling. I don't think it's Victor, guys. After a short time, he stops trying to respond to Victor, or whatever it is, and just tries to keep his attention away from it. Open yourself to the feeling. It seems warm and familiar. This here. Um, good. I think that should do for the most part. Doesn't have ways to do it in one clean swoop, so give me a second to do it in two steps. Uh, The old two step. Then from there, I need to drag the player one to here. There we are. Um, place yourselves how you think you'd be organized. I need to grab someone for Jackie. I have a good picture for him, actually. I mean, I probably would have motioned for him to stay like outside of this room. That's but fair. As soon as you enter. 
I just like say like, hey, holler if Rahadin tries anything. Uh, yeah, all right. Don't worry, we'll be back in a sec. Count on it. As you approach, actually, before we get up there, sorry. Uh, I think I'm gonna hand Faustus Arcelia's cross. He'll t- put his hand out to take it and look between it and her. Why? I don't think I'll need it, and that seems appropriate. He takes a deep breath and nods and takes it. I mean, stick to magic, but she turns yeah. around. <laughs> yeah, he does keep it in his hand with his staff in the other hand. Oh, hell yeah. Going full Gandalf. As you approach outwards, Rahadin makes his way to the center, directly underneath the section of Gargoyle and where Mora leans off the side. There's the roof bows down to a point where you could easily clamber up on it as well from the lower section down about uh, here. So you have made it. Time to watch the end of your little army again. Isn't that right, Conrad? Well, I was half right. You didn't mention the room in particular, but you're still just as objectionable as I remember. Does it bring back the memories? Ruthlessly attempting these killing fields. Oh, I mean, you were really close. I'm going to give you a choice, Mora. We do this in silence, or I start speaking too. <laughs> you think I fear what words you have to say? You who speak of the church. I flip him the double deuces with his brother's gauntlets. He purses his lips, but in a way that's sort of bemused. You have explored, haven't you? I did tell them less fighting this time. I wanted to see you myself. I do wonder how you confuse her for Tatiana, considering there's resolve in her eyes and not disgust. (laughs) Cuts his laughter short. It's sharp, and there's a hollowness to it. You wouldn't see that she has returned. Of course you wouldn't. You never knew her. Neither did you. Oh, but I did. You know nothing of what has come before. And I've known everything from before your petty church was born. Well, let me tell you what I know. You're surrounded by toadies because you kill everything that rejects you. He pushes one hand and starts rising to his feet. You can see next to him, not just purely coiled up, wasn't just his own cape. Um, And he tosses the thing next to him, a bundle of cloth. Not cloth. Furs. Wolf pelt. As it collides against the ground, bloodied and stained. Perhaps I do, but maybe that includes you and your gang of adventurers. Every time you fight something, you take the chance of death, and we've been working hard to move those chances in our favor. But you haven't yet conquered it. Shall we? He rises again to his full height, and kind of waves towards you, and takes a few steps back further onto the roof. Conrad just looks at the others, nods up at the roof. Yeah. Butler just watching, or, uh... Yeah, Rahidin has actually backed up a bit and been respectfully crossing his hands at waist level. Pull the Cosmo out, start filing his nails. I will yeah. I will climb the side of the roof at my normal move well, speed. Is he, are we under the roof or on the roof? We're on the roof. He's on the roof. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah. So you're gonna call on your boy when things get hairy, or what? I shouldn't think it need be, but if so, perhaps. I think two should be more than enough, or there are a few who do wish vengeance upon you as well. Nick will get on the roof and uh, set up the moonlight sword. Just so I don't have to do that in combat. Illyrio will crawl up. 
and start to cast, um, oh, what do I want? What do I want? I want call lightning. I mean, I can see the sky. And if there's raining, it does extra damage. Well, it is in fact storming. Health. Extra damage. Steve, best not to deafen me. No promises. No promises. I'll do my best. So, should we roll initiative, or is this surprise lightning bolt? One second here. Oh, I would love a surprise lightning bolt right now. I'm planning on jabbing, at, uh, doing a verbal jab at him once per turn. <laughs> That's a free action. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, give me but only, but only five words or less if you want to be a samurai. Uh, <laughs> One moment here. I'm okay. Planning for what the lightning does. Uh, just stay out of the square closest to him, that three by three where he's the center. But that's that's the only place I'm good. <laughs> Thought you were just gonna yell at him. I, I want to fight him. Well, yeah, like, it, it would be very fight. useful because he has like all that shit that really hurts undead things. Well, yes, but I'm saying, can you move in and then move right back out? Because I don't want to shock you too. Not especially well. Can't you hit like a square that's that's adjacent? true. To him, but not touching us. That's right. As long as we don't surround him, you can. You know, yes. that's a good idea. We'll do. That. <laughs> aim it like I don't know if, it, if it's a three by three. Aim it like here. Yeah. yeah. How I tall is the wall? There. You guys aren't wrong. It's just almost midnight. <laughs> like how high is the castle? Yeah. Like if I were to say sneakily punch Rahadin off the edge, how long would it take for him to get back up? It take. It's a sixty feet fall. Unless you can fly. Ah, dick. <laughs> what would happen? He's punch him and he flies off the side. <laughs> okay, what you he see? starts to get back up and like starts dusting himself off, and then I just have the big crossbow. <laughs> Pin him to the ground. He's dropping uh, gargoyle on him. Stay. <laughs> Pin him like a butterfly. Nose. And I can work on that. Okay, great. Um, and let's see. Uh, Yulia will definitely as well follow after. What about Faustus? Uh, Faustus will climb up too, since everybody else seems to be climbing. <laughs> seems like you, many people, would want does, to like kill him. Does Faustus' weird tingly shit get any different with the sword being around? Since I give him, hmm, make another charisma saving throw. Plus four for Conrad. No, oh, now I'm on the bottom, right? <laughs> I got, how, how far is Conrad's aura? Choose to fail. Be a man. Five feet, I think. I don't know. Yeah, it's all the squares around Poor decisions. All right, I get a 19. Ooh, 10 feet. So there is this continue. Once again, you feel this pressuring wave that seems to pick up in uh, in amplitude, just this constant force pushing at the edges of your mind as soon as you touch that sword. And it's not just sorrow and anger there, though the anger is deep and unending. But you feel something of curiosity as another tear rolls down your cheek. So is holding the sword making it more intense then? In fact, it is. Yo, next time you make the save, fail it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Charisma is usually like mind control, isn't it? You probably don't want that. Well, no, if like Arcelia was as badass as you keep saying she was, having her possess you <laughs> would actually maybe be useful. Yeah. I can get rid of this thing. I don't need that. <laughs> As uh, as you concentrate upwards, Lyria, and the storm begins to brew, um, he smiles brightly. Um, the, don't counterspell me. A good atmosphere for a final battle. 
I wish you well. I don't, to you. And he draws a sword from his side, long and uh, broad, that he holds in a very professional but still nonchalant uh, stance. And I'd ask everyone to roll initiative. Watch me go poorly. Twelve. Six. I told you. You did it. Congrats. You did what you said. Seventeen. Follow through. Just hold on to what ex- what you roll and just tell me in a moment here. Motherfucker. Okay. I- uh, question. Can I count as being attuned to these gauntlets? Uh, yeah, it's more interesting that way. Okay. You and also, they, remember, they, you're only allowed uh, to be attuned to three things, so... Yeah, I just I think right now it's the gauntlets, the ruby blood blade, and the Arcelia or the silver gun. Cool. Can't not this magic well sword that I found. Second best. But maybe this magic sword has some effects if you're not attuned. Like it, just, it might just be a plus one or two blade, which would be handy. Okay. okay. Uh, twenty-five to twenty. If anyone got there. Nah. Okay. Twenty to fifteen. That's Faustus. At a seventeen. Seventeen. Um, fifteen to ten. I got a 12, and Nick got a 10. Uh, 10 to 5. 9. 6. Oh, uh, sorry, I had a 17. Yes, I got you. Okay, cool. And Nick had 10. Okay. So we start off this battle as the lightning crackles and pans overhead, and the rending of metal and flesh roars from down below with Faustus. Oh, uh, let's see. So from the lower spot, we were able to see him. I'm having trouble figuring... You were able to, so you were talking to him when he was over here. Ah, okay. At the edge of the roof. But then he backed up and indicated for everyone to follow up onto the rooftop. Thousands will holster the staff and the sword for a moment while he climbs. Yeah, it's not too difficult. He He's moving kind of mechanically. Too much of his mind is still roiled at the constant intrusion. And as he gets near the top, he'll uh, ask, who are you? In his head. Shit. Sorry. I just realized I should have drank my potion of speed before we started funding. You. Time to use those ethers, folks. Amphetamines. All over. There's no words. But that's almost pained in how there isn't words. There's a want for words. A lack of words. A notable empty vacuum where there should be. But there's this magical blend of terror and relief. And still that layer of anger, but it's... It's replaced a little bit with concern, but it can't form into words. When he reaches the top, he'll have tears coming out of both eyes. Luckily, it's raining, so everyone's going to look like drowned rats anyway. <laughs> That's why everyone in Nistrad normally carries those cool hats around. Yeah, no, Grimhill's got basically weatherproof clothes by this point because she's used to this bullshit. So. Do you do anything else? Uh, No, it was like 60 feet, right? No, you can get up there. Oh, okay. Uh, how quickly... Okay. You it's can 60 get, like, feet to the ground. We're on a high yeah, wall. To the ground, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. From, like, if you went off here <coughs> and fell over, that's 60 feet down to the courtyard. Okay, cool. Up to so, here, like, at the low end is, like, 5 feet climb. Oh, okay. This is, like, 15-ish feet at this point. So, yeah, you can get uh, up there in your one-move action. Yeah, he'll, uh, not trusting himself to aim right now, he will cast... Uh, he'll cast haste on Conrad. Yeah! Big speed. He doesn't even look at him as he casts it, just pointing his hand towards him and uh, sending blue magic out. It always has an effect on the heart rate. For you, Conrad, the world begins to slow as you stare at this man as the rain 
slows down to a crawl going past as he glares at you. Feed him his smugness. I plan to. Oh man, I forgot haste has a downside in this system. Only when it ends. Yeah. Well, as long as it goes for at least two turns, you're up on actions, roughly. <laughs> and less concentration, right? Yeah, it's up to a minute. Yep, that's me. Make me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, god damn it. You are unfortunately not within range of my thing. Uh, I don't know why you weren't closer up to this grill, but okay. I, a wisdom, I, you said? Yes, wisdom. I spend my inspiration, but we never get handed inspiration. I got a five. <laughs> okay. That would have been a good inspiration. Yeah. He glances across at you um, and makes this sort of curling motion with his hands. He looks you in the eyes and you know reflexively you should be tearing away. But before you do, there's this pull. You're still angry and you're not really sure why or where. But you do know that you're supposed that he's someone to protect. You're supposed to protect this man. You are charmed. You're not under his control specifically, but you are supposed to protect him. Uh, was it a spell? It was not a spell. Okay. It was an activated ability. <laughs> Damn it, I need, I need a stifle, not a counterspell. Um, he stands there, still looking smug at that point in space. And that brings us to uh, Conrad. Alright. In a surprising burst of speed given that my natural speed is 60 feet right now i'm just going to like fly up to him blade and shield out let's see what dig should i take in this time you should do like a full circle around him just because you can (laughs) yeah that's pretty good (laughs) sort of do a circle around him you're a toddler with a blade throwing tantrums when you don't get what you want make a just make a charisma check with proficiency. Proficiency? Yeah. Okay. All right. That comes out to 25. Uh, okay. He turns away from his kind of smug look to... It's not quite a snarl, but it's something furious, breaking his calm for once. He eyes you up. And as he does so, it's just in time to see you start coming down towards him with your blade, rushing so fast that you soaked the front of your body from the falling rain. Okay, I'm going to start with my um, my haste attack. Just the one attack on haste, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, it's a single attack action for the haste. So that will be a 22 with the axe. Yeah, that'll hit. Um, why not? Let's go. Let's go nuts going to use one of my level three spell slots or level two spell slots, which I believe adds three D six damage or uh, three, I believe three it's D eight. Uh, and no, it's uh, the first level adds two D eight. Then each level adds another. So that's four. And then you get an extra two for him being an undead. Okay. Or one from being an undead. I think it's, I think it's one. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. I think I was behind by one. So that's a total of five D eight plus five. Yep. And if he's vulnerable to that shit, he'll take scads more damage. Yeah, I think it's radiant damage. <laughs> yeah, it is radiant damage, isn't it? Um, oh, okay. So, anyway, so how much damage do you do? Uh, that is 21 radiant and 8 slashing. Oh, nice. Okay, that's a solid fucking blow. As you dive forward and drive his blade up against his side, he tries to dodge out of the path of it, but you sear along a section of his coat and the blast 
eats into his side. Um, there's this searing white that it kind of pushes apart his flesh. But even at the slow speed you're viewing, you can see as it immediately seems to start knitting back together. All right, I got two more attacks where that came from. Yep. Two, two more level three spell slots. Um, that'll be uh, more to hit. I assume his AC didn't get higher. Uh, yeah, no, it didn't get higher suddenly. Cool. Same deal. That's 18 radiant and 12 slashing. Sick. All right. That's a good solid hit. You swing back up again, kind of driving back at the same like wound section of his torn clothes. Uh, and once again, it bursts into his side, trying to push back against his healing and doing a good job of it. But it still seems to repair itself reflexively, even beyond that of a normal vampire. Hmm. And well, especially I, against her magics. Well, I don't have anything that can stop that. So more of the same, I think. Okay. Or actually, am I limited on... Is it even a bonus action using the Divine Smite? Nope. I see. It's Wait, just you good. Just, you just elect to use Jesus Christ. You have to spend yeah. spell slots, but yep, other than that. Oh, <laughs> right, because you can smite after. I, I can smite after. I, yeah. <laughs> I can after, double smite. Also, after you learn if it's a crit is the best part. That yeah. is crazy. And I just remember that you can like use one of the smite spells and then do this on top of it. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, 21 hit. Uh, that'll hit. Okay. Eh, why not? I use my last spell slot. I hate this guy. <laughs> Let's see. 20 radiance and 8 slashing. This time, as you drive back into the wound and leave like this, like just this series of three hacks from different angles that drive at the same space on his body, each splitting apart flesh. This time, as the holy light sears at the edges, it doesn't immediately come back. The flesh does not fall back into place. And instead, there is this raw wound at his side as he looks startled and surprised a bit by it it looks good on you anything as a bonus action um no i think i'm good <laughs> okay uh strad is gonna take one of his legendary actions oh boy what's a legendary uh, and do, action uh so basically act- an extra big, big pool of actions you can do at the end of other people's turns for more action yeah. economy they, uh, they get bonus actions so they don't just get punked by having a four-on-one fight piled on you the, uh, the guy with the scythe had one. Okay. Let's see. He uh, lashes out with his free hand toward you, Conrad. Okay. Um, I'm ready. With a 27 to hit. <sighs> yeah, that hits. Not not as not as cl- <laughs> not as much as he probably hopes that it hits, but it hits. <laughs> Are you ready? Okay, that does 10 bludgeoning damage and and. Uh, 18 necrotic damage. Ooh, that's spicy. <laughs> Does it get halved or something? No, no, I... Oh, wait, no, I, I, I have the bludgeoning. I get DR3 versus the, the bludgeoning damage. Yeah, you don't have it, you just reduce it. But then 18... 51. Um, Ooh. <laughs> as, as the impact into your side doesn't hit all that hard through your armor, but then all of a sudden you feel this pain in your lower gut that just as your flesh seems to disagree with where it impacted and as he does so he wraps the arm up under one of yours and holds you there in place with his strength are you trying to dance with me or fight me a little of both 
Um, that brings us to Nick. Mind if I cut in? <laughs> Go right ahead. Play as much Bruce Campbell as possible. <laughs> I forget, where did we stick Jackie? Outside. Uh, yeah. The door entry. Okay. We put him in the NPC definitely lives zone. <laughs> you have to not be directly on top of Conrad. I'm not. On mine, you are. Yeah, Ooh, that's Conrad. a desync. Oh, uh... Uh, for me, you are currently not on top of me. I just dragged him off. You're good there. Okay. You should be just south of uh, Mora for me. Yes. That's fine. Uh, does a 20 hit him? Uh, that just hits him. Ooh, we, get, we got information. <laughs> <laughs> Writes down 20. Let me just check one thing, because this jerk ass is an undead. Yeah, it does an extra 1d8. Cool. And this is entirely radiant, if it matters, apparently. <laughs> Which is amazing. Oops, all radiant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's four. It matters for one six thing. Six plus two D eight plus five. That's it. Uh, Twenty six radiant. All right. That's yeah, that's you step it. alongside that's him. You bring this sword up alongside his body, and it doesn't again so much as cut as just leave this superheated sear across his torso. As you can see it piercing through his, uh, the light shining from underneath his clothing as you cut into him. And, uh, hmm. Yeah, I mean, I might not do a whole lot in the grand scheme of things, but I will poke him with the returning daggers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go for it. 24, that hits. Yeah, that hits. Oh, <laughs> Why are you stabbing yourself? Oh, yay! Yeah, whole team. Yeah. Got him. <laughs> Yeah, after that large sweep where he kind of leaned back against it, uh, you then <laughs> kind of jab at his side with the dagger underneath, and he just kind of looks at you indignantly as you do that. A small well of blood jutting out to- across your hand. Uh, let's see. Now let's take uh, another legendary action, though. Um, so he kicks Nick off the roof like the butcher. So does he get this instead uh... of a place in... Um... Nah, nope. he, he gets that, too. He gets a pool of these... Each yeah, like, like we said, it's to prevent him from just being dogpiled, so he can kind of act as though he's more than one person. As uh, now with you next to him and hooked on, and him grappling you, uh, more uh, pulls back your arm and leans in towards your neck. That is another 27 to hit, which does uh, 10 piercing damage and Nine necrotic damage, but your hit point maximum is reduced by that amount also. The nine. Ooh, spicy. And you can already tell from this blood as he bites into your neck and you can feel the warmth pouring into his mouth. There is that wound, that searing wounds across his chest start mending themselves beneath the weight of the blood. And that comes to Illyria. All right. Do I have to do a charm or a um, charisma check? No. Am I far what? enough away? Why would you have to make a charisma check? You didn't do anything to you. That's true. All right. I'm going to cast Call Lightning, which is 5d10 because I cast it at fourth level and it's storming at the on the square to the northeast of Mauer. Okay. So I avoid hitting these knuckleheads. I'm going to use a free action to hope that the fastest path to ground is through his body. And not mine. Um, let's see. What? What's your saving throw? Can I make a saving throw? What's my what? A saving oh, throw. It's a dex. But what's the what's number? What's the DC? Oh, 
Should be eight plus your stat, I think. It is eight plus I'm your just... stat plus your proficiency. Yeah, um, sixteen. Right. Okay, he passes. Mm, he gets half of it at least. Okay, fifteen. That's <laughs> pretty spicy half. Fifteen ain't bad. No, that, that was an I above average roll. I think. Yeah, he sort of he sees the lightning begin crackling down from the sky, and with superhuman speed, kind of darts off to the side where it impacts and smolders into the roof tiles. But the blast shock still hits him, and you slightly, Conrad, feel a small tingle. Take two lightning damage. What? He doesn't get anything. I didn't do anything to him. He's grabbed onto him. It's interesting. <laughs> Are you grabbed onto him? Well, yes, he, uh, yes, he, he grabbed my arm and lifted up in the air. Fine, well, then you get hit. Two. It's not very much. <laughs> Let me make sure that nothing else happens other than taking half. Uh, and that, that's it. Oh, 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 yeah, half as much. No, I, I know the spell works. That's all that happens then. Okay. <laughs> you just maintain the spell and can keep using it each turn. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, you can move, of course, if you want to. No, I'm pretty good right now. I'm out of his way. Um, actually, I'm going to move a little farther away from Grimhild. So, like, okay. here. <laughs> Did he make his concentration? Uh, I don't know if it's a supernatural, but he maybe doesn't need to make concentration checks. It's not a spell. No, I know. That's why I corrected myself. Yeah, yeah. That said, if it uses uh, the same wording as Dominic. No, it, do- it doesn't use concentration. Okay. Uh, there's a line in there about advantage. Yeah. No, I'm just going to move over time. here away from Grimhill. That seems smart. Well, you don't know I'm... What, what line about weird. what advantage? Uh, if, it's, if you are fighting it, it has advantage on saving throw. If uh, you are his. creatures, you are friendly. What's that? Not for his. Okay. Just making sure. He has a really weird charm. Yeah. Okay. Um, however... It's specifically made for people he's fighting. Um, that said, uh, Grimhill, don't worry too much because... Uh, Yulia is going to take a half step forward and put a hand on your side, and there is this pale white glow that comes off the tips of her fingers. Uh, you're no longer charmed. Oh, that's handy. Remember who you are. Also, real quick, I do want to let you know what I was going to do if I was charmed, which is I was going to grab Mauer and run away. <laughs> because <laughs> I am certain these motherfuckers will kill him. I mean, that's fair. That's I fair. I all of them. Get no, down, that's Mr. President. Fair. Mr. <laughs> President. I don't. I don't blame you for that. But yeah. So Illyria steps up to your side and uh, presses a hand against students. All right, get back here now. Well, oh, not Illyria. Like Yulia. Excuse me. Yeah, Yulia. Thank you. Yeah, oh, I don't I'm really sick. like him. Oh, that's it. <laughs> um, and it is uh, your turn, Grimhill. Oh, good. Just in time. <laughs> That poison that I found, is that like the same kind of like, hey, fuck your healing factor poison that we made? No, it's not the same type. It doesn't prevent healing factor, but it is a uh, a uh, necrotoxin. Okay. Not a neurotoxin, which is important, because neurotoxins aren't that good against vampires. Necrotoxins are, it turns out. Okay. Uh, because yeah. necrotoxins attack tissue, including blood. Yes. So I'm going to start with that and just get yeah. a bunch of poisoned bolts made out of living wood into this asshole. Sure. Uh, because I want to slow down his re- regeneration before I start punching. Yeah, makes sense. Okie doke. Um, so, first attack. Oh, wait. Is it a move? Is what is it a bonus action to swig a potion or an action action? Uh, in the actual rules, it's full action. I think that's dumb and unfun. It's bonus action for me. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think your edit was that if it's a full to make somebody else chug one of yours. Yeah, like that's my rule. The, the make someone yeah. else drink it, it's a full. But. Okay. Then I'm going to quaff a potion. That's a home rule. 
uh, to be faster. And then I'm okay. going to crossbow this motherfucker a bunch. Okay. Okay, crossbow shot number one. 14 probably misses. Ah, uh, that does, in fact. Yeah. Okay. Extra attack crossbow shot. Oh, fuck me. Uh, offhand crossbow attack. You don't get the Wait, offhand one, right. because being, but you do get the extra one from having haste from the potion. Yeah, does the 18 hit? Uh, no, it does not. Goddamn. Uh, hmm. How many of these poisony bolts am I going to have? Uh, you had enough ammo to say dip uh, 10 shots. Okay. Uh, I'm going to action surge and repeat. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to use my bonus action to do a fainting attack, because you get another bonus action when you action surge. Uh, yes. So this whole one will be an advantage. <laughs> Fuck me. Of course. Okay, well, there you go. That's, that's a crit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a double, double crit. crit. Didn't we say that something cool should happen if that happens? I don't know. I never established that. It would be neat, but like, I can't think of a good way to balance it in the moment. <laughs> yeah, the regular damage uh, is going to be 14 plus... So 19 regular damage from something that includes living wood. I don't know if that... Um, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that makes it so he doesn't get resistance to it. Um, okay. But uh, now also, uh, go ahead and add uh, 6d10 poison. Holy shit. <laughs> he got a crit, so it doubled the poison. Oh, wait, I forgot to double my regular dice, too. Uh, so... Uh... Well, just, yeah, to double those. Um, actually, yeah, so you don't need to reroll it. It's... Uh, Oh, okay. So how we've been doing it. So yeah, that's sixteen plus six, and then another uh, ten. So um, that's fourteen. That's nineteen twice. So you're twenty-two. Well, it doesn't have the plus again. Only adds the plus. Oh, ones. all right. Sorry. So yeah, sixteen plus so, yeah, ten. 16. So twenty-six from the crossbow bolt. Twenty-six, and plus the first six for the first time. So you're up to uh, thirty-two. Okay, and then Jeez. and then yeah, just roll three d ten and double a three d ten and then double it. Three d ten. Do I have that? Uh, oh, I'm also going to make this a disarming attack. Does that not so require can... a special thing? You just also use a die? Yeah, just use another die, so I'll do cool. more damage, because yep. I crit, so I might as well get all that damage in there. Yeah, yeah, fair. Uh, only 16, uh, so 32. But the 16 doubled, yeah, so another 32. And then the 8 did 14 more on top of the first chunk. Goddamn. I heard a lot of numbers today. <laughs> Sorry about that. What was what was the final big number? I, I want your number to be big. Uh, exactly seventy total. <laughs> That's a lot of damage. Okay. Uh, I mean, and then my haste. This is the one most equipped to kill a vampire. That would almost kill me twice. <laughs> then my haste attack is a twenty-six. That would, more that would kill me, kill me now. Yeah, twenty-six hit. Oh, he also has to make a DC sixteen strength save or drop his weapon. Uh, you are correct. He passes. I figured. <laughs> He's saving boy. Pretty strong, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so that's six. Yeah, so six more piercing, but it bypasses resistance at least. Uh, okay. And then <laughs> I'm going to walk up to him and hey, say, buddy. "Hey." <laughs> oh wait, that was one of the other. Like I'm. Uh, that was six poisoned ones, so I have a couple poisoned ones left. So that's. Yep. Hit me up with that. Some more poison damage. <laughs> Isn't this like a? Uh... Are you sure you can't do just so, a little bit more to hit an even hundred? So you, you uh, having your mind snap back to you, load up on your crossbows and fire a barrage out towards his position with your with your very skilled ability to reload your crossbows in blink of an eye. And you sail more than a couple of them over him as he kind of ducks away and edges at the edge of the roof. 
but you do not take that for an answer and just <laughs> take a deep breath and fire off of a single shot that pegs him directly in the forehead. <laughs> and there is this look of shock and pain that crosses his face. Not just anger. It's the, that's the only negative emotion you've properly seen from him so far. Now you see him in pain for the first time. Look at that, as we found the unicorn. Uh, and as you walk towards him, you fire off another shot. It is now easier to hit still body from the pain and just catch him in the torso. Unicorns and Innistrad. <laughs> There's probably legends about them. I love it. Okay. And that brings us back to Faustus. All right. Uh, How is he feeling? I mean, not exactly Same good, business, but... Yeah. You are in you are in control of your body. <laughs> There's a certain amount of it that feels like moving through pudding. The world around you is stiff and slow and there's this constant pressure, but it's not stopping you from doing anything. Oh shit. That last one was a crit because I'm Stencian and he's a vampire. God, was it? Yes. <laughs> so it does actually 9 damage and then 32. Did you hit oh, the yes. even 100? <laughs> I'm a Stensian. Fuck you, vampire. No, he just broke a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I knew this. I knew this race pay off one day. Not fair. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, having a very limited bonus come in handy during the final fight is exactly what you want. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Imagine uh, if okay. you hadn't uh, saved her from being charmed. Yes. It would have been bad news. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> so fast as what are you up to? Hmm. Well, I'm gonna maintain maintain haste. Thanks. And I suppose he will try to stagger toward Illyria up the curve of the roof, and uh, he'll point at a uh, more for true strike. And next round, he gets advantage on any on his attack. Uh, who who are you pointing for for true strike? Uh, more. Oh, whoever attacks him next gets advantage. Is that what it is? Oh, no, wait, I can't. Never mind. It would be my own attack, but I can't. That is a concentration, so I can't do that. Shit, it wasn't a crit. <laughs> I was looking at the die roll, and it said 19 plus a bunch of stuff, but it's actually the crit range is 19. It was an 18. Uh, Sorry to make you undo math. <laughs> no, it's not too bad. I, I, I don't erase my numbers. I just update them. He's getting wild uh, swings in health up and down as we figure out the math of this situation. <laughs> Wait a minute, he's actually dead. <laughs> oh! Wait, no, he's fine. Uh, I think I'm going to try to throw Confluence at him. <laughs> All right, what level of spell are you putting into it? Oh, Jesus Christ. Which one is Confluence again? That's the, that's the one with the random effects. Yeah. What level of spell, baby? I can't. Uh, Let's make it. I can't wait till he turns into a bowl of popcorn. <laughs> we we all just turn into ash, but like we're still exactly the same. We're just made of ash now. Let's make it a level level three spell. Oh, oh boy! All right, one moment here. <laughs> it's either that or plinking with a cantrip spell or a very weak spell. Uh. Of course, maybe be better if I do nothing. <laughs> Depending, <laughs> we'll see if it will have been better. <laughs> Turns out that uh, he just heals him for a hundred. <laughs> uh, okay, so into him. roll me one d six, please. Oh no! <clears throat> Fuck. Well, actually, uh, firstly, we gotta see if you hit. 
Okay. You gotta roll the hit first. It'll still potentially do something, but... 18. Uh, not bad, but not good enough to hit his armor. Still, though, roll me, uh, yeah, roll me 1d6. Uh, well, shit, if he's got, if that's not good enough to hit his armor, I had virtually no chance of hitting him. I mean, with this, anyway. Spells will still do. A five. Yep. A five. What's your wisdom score? <laughs> 14. Cool, it's a 15 now. <laughs> his is a 14. You traded wisdom with him? <laughs> to get a to get one more in stat and zero more in bonus <laughs> is that one point enough to push him over the edge of being like no <laughs> it doesn't change the modifier what is <laughs> it it's random chance it could have been something a lot better like dexterity or strength i'd be like i would have killed for you to switch dexterity with him i would have loved and that. knock him on his ass every time i zap him yeah Oof. <laughs> You now have the wisdom of a, of a powerful vampire lord. It wasn't that great. It'll wear off in an hour. <laughs> it, was, it was slightly better than my own, but not enough to change a modifier. <laughs> yeah, that basically. That he just looks so kind of baffled. As the, as the axe collides at the ground next to him, and there's this sort of wisp of blue in the air, he just looks really confused <laughs> more than anything. You bonked an axe off him that made him slightly more impulsive. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's a little less wise now. At least I learned from the sea experience. <laughs> For an hour. <laughs> Anything in the bonus action? No, I'm pretty well demoralized. <laughs> right. Oh, let's see here. Uh, with his hand on you, um, Mar is going to take his uh, the hand still holding on to his sword and try and drive it into your torso, Conrad. Alright, let's see what he's got. Does he have me, like, meaningfully bound, like, stat-wise? Stat-wise, no. Okay. You're not allowed to move away. That's most of what grapple does. Here, let me read you the exact grapple. Grappled creature's speed becomes zero, and it can't benefit from any bonus of speed. The condition ends if the grappler is incapacitated. The condition also ends if an effect removes the grappled creature from the reach of the grappler grappling effect. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Okay, so basically just no moving? Yeah, it was it was primarily just a side effect of his hit, so then he could bite you. Okay. Uh, either way, though, that is a 21 to hit. Um, I think that just barely does it. Alrighty. You take 13 points of slashing damage, and... 10 points of slashing damage. 16 points of necrotic damage. Oof. Lovely. Um, and as that pierces up into you, he is going to attempt a, a second slash to slash back out through you. Um, that is probably not going to work, though. That's an 18. Um, that would work, except that I have haste on, which increases my AC by two. <laughs> so yeah, he swings, uh, he swings with a stab that jabs up through into your torso. And then after it, you feel the pain of it aching into you. He start, he begins to try and wrench it out to the side to carve a large gash across, uh, the bottom of your, uh, gut area. But you manage to just wedge your arm in the way of him, and he just cannot shift it anywhere and just ends up pulling it out to uh, keep his weapon free. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, that will be it for his turn as he stares you in the eye, um, which brings it to your turn. Okay. 
So with my non-haste action, I am going to lay on hands on myself for 40. Okay. You're not the only one that can do it, jerk. As your flesh knits back together. <laughs> oh, close one. And I'm going to use my inspiration on my haste attack. <laughs> okay. Okay. 14 doesn't do it, but a critical hit does. Oh. Yeah, no, that would do it. If only you saved a spell slot for a crit. I will use a first level spell slot. Hell yes. <laughs> I used all my big spell slots. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I love things see. that you get to choose after you hit or not. Because it's yeah. like, a crit have eat it. Okay. So that'll be 3d6 radiant doubled and a d8 doubled plus 5. You don't double the modifier, right? Correct. Uh, no, you do not double the modifier. <sighs> all right. That is 21 slashing damage. Okay. And 46 radiant damage. Oh, Jesus. I just, sort of, right. it's like, he's got, he's got my hand up. I grab his arm to hold him in place and just sort of jab the blade up into his stomach. And as you do so, there is just this pop of white light that you can see shine up into him. You can see it illuminating through his skin, through his face, through his mouth. As there is just this uncomfortable look to him as then you pull the blade out and there is now a large hole where most of his stomach was it as most vampire flesh attempts to tries to somewhat put itself together but is mostly failing to do so is this what happens when people get close to you streffin something like that i see why you act the way you do i'll flick some of the blood off of the axe uh, Nick. Just get him. A lot. Use the lasers. <laughs> I was about to say. I... <laughs> Careful, you need Quicksilver bullets for that. <laughs> uh, I'm just, uh, he will, uh, not, not, not saying much. He's not, not gonna, um. Mince words. No. Uh, he just grips the blade, uh, just kind of squeezing until it hurts. And uh it glows brighter for a second you know extending its light out uh and he's gonna try to just jab it into his side hell yeah go for it okay and just one second uh okay and yeah <laughs> spend a hit die oh, those are useful okay let's, let's see what we're doing here nice hey there you go all right goodness. <laughs> okay so that is uh, 4d8 plus 4d6 plus 5. Oof. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, 36 radiant. Oh, he's all right. <laughs> I don't think he likes this. <laughs> yeah, as you stick this against the edge of his back and there is this piercing line as the length of the blade just passes up through him and you can see this searing passage just kind of take him from uh, stem to stern as it were uh, just a line, a hole of burnt flesh as you rip it back out <laughs> not costing you much force due to its lack of physical presence but <laughs> leaving him blustered um he is going to, however, use a. Uh, oh no! Um, before before you say anything, uh, oh, yeah. counterspell. Going to go like here. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> as many AoEs he might have. 
He is going to uh, using uh, two legendary actions once Uh-oh. again yank up on uh, Conrad and go for a bite. What do you want? <laughs> He's grappled with you. It's the only one he can do it on. <laughs> Maybe I should he break only, the grapple at some point. He can only bite people he's grappled or that are willing. Uh, that's actually another 27. He rolls a lot of 18. Yep, he's a bitey boy. He got me. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> Give him the good bites. That is uh, 10 piercing damage. And... Cool, 7 piercing damage. Uh, 16 necrotic damage. <laughs> and your health point is uh, health maximum is reduced by 16 until a long rest. It's not very nice. All right, I'm now at 40 out of 60. <laughs> okay. Um, that brings us to Illyria. Dex roll against 16, which I'm almost sure he'll make. He doesn't, but he'll use one of his legendary resistances to get accomplish it. Fucker. Hey, you made him use a thing. Yeah. He did, but the one time he would have actually taken full damage. You used a resource. 33, so 16 That's or so- 17. Uh, Roll up or yeah, down? Seventeen. I tend to favor players on this. You see, seventeen so doesn't feel that much when you know we got Grimhold over here doing us almost a solid hundred. I had to use a lot of resources to do that. Yeah, here's the thing: you've got one spell, and you don't need to roll to hit him. True enough. <laughs> uh, okay. Doing anything else? As the lightning pours down from the sky and once again cracks next to him, breaking more roof tiles. Ow. Actually, one sec. My bones. Let's just go ahead and like start marking off some of the little cracked bits here. Oh no! <laughs> this isn't better alive. You can't just have stage transitions. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> no environment damage. <laughs> Actually, if he does fall down there, he'll have more trouble calling his bubbler. Yeah, but he's already agreed to not do that because he's somehow a man. No, he didn't. No, he, <laughs> he totally He said if not. things start getting rough, I might because he's uh, an asshole. <laughs> Never mind then. He doesn't. He doesn't have that. If he goes down the hole, I can't keep zapping him. I mean, he's directly under the hole. You can. Yeah, you can still zap him if he's if he doesn't move away from the hole. Uh, anyway, you're not doing anything else. I can't do anything else. One action. Cool. Okay. Uh, he is going to use another legendary action to move without provoking opportunity attacks. Where? So does he ungrapple me? Yes, he does. He lets go of you as he sort of quickly darts and drifts along, ending up back here. Oh, help. boy. Help. The cat meowing in the rain like a kitten, like, help, please. Luckily, Not Conrad me. and I are both hasted, so we can get over there. Not me. I could I could get to him without it, I think. But you couldn't. Unless you got He's some weird speed stuff going. We're working on it. We just went. Well, I just went. One second here. No, she's not. Yulia might be next. Correct. Okay, Yulia. So, this next round I will shoot four times, which will exhaust my really good ammo. Hmm. One second here. Need to check one class feature. If he does make me lose concentration, I have one more spell slot at level four. I can cast it again. I don't want to. I would also not like to die, but you know. Not like it hasn't happened to me before in this campaign. No promises. You never died. You can come back That's as a true. zombie. You're spelled. right. You're right. I've been set to zero a few times, though. <laughs> oh, this is the dumbest Jeez. thing. One sec. What is the range on that spell? <laughs> if this works, this is hilarious, actually. Julia, will you please help with me? Uh, gee. 
Damn, all right, that doesn't work. Okay. Well, uh, one can't get all the way over there, but she starts heading quickly in your direction. Um, she, uh, extends a hand towards, uh, more there. And a line of arcing, um, pale blue lightning emerges out to the tip of it. Oh, it's like the lit. And he takes, uh, 20 points of lightning damage. It's not bad. As, uh, uh, coursing out the tip of her finger, and it seems to leave this trail behind in the air between him and it, where each bit of uh, rainwater that impacts into almost fizzes off. Um, but with that, comes to Grimhild. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use some of my movement to get up like here, and I'm going to dump. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to spend a superiority die. No, I'm going to use my bonus action. I'm just going to shoot it. Okay. Pew, pew, pew. Number one. Does 21 hit? Yes. Uh, yes, 21 will hit. Good question. Should I just roll all my hits and then roll all my damage? Sure, why not? Okay. Uh, 20 hits. Uh, offhand attack. Bonus attack. 17 does not. Okay. So that is three hits. Uh, I'm not really going to try to do anything weird with it. Um, for piercing damage, it's going to be a 9, a 4, then a 7. And then... 20. Wait, was it, how much does the poison do? Uh, 3d10. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay. Then poison does ooh, poorly. 10, 20, 22. Okay, so 30, 50, uh, 72 damage. Mm-hmm. Jesus. And then I am going to walk up and put the crossbows away. Because <laughs> I'm out of person. Okay. He's uh, looking exhausted. Did he do this? As... Did he do the thing to Elyria that he did to me? No. Okay. I just say, leave our druid alone. Actually, I'm going to move here. I don't want this sucker getting away. Here, actually. Yeah, there. Okay. Okay. Um, And as you set up there, we rotate back up to Faustus. Faustus? I hardly know us. Yeah. You there, Kevin? Yeah, I'm just thinking. I think, uh, for one thing, he's going to try to uh, contact Victor again, just in case. There is, as you try and do that, there's this not exactly a reply. It's different than everything else you've been feeling, though. Something like a whisper amongst the emotion. Um, basically just a word you get. The first word out of all this feeling is just, sorry. I think he is going to let down his guard mentally and see what happens. Okay. It's not vastly different. There's not some transformation or something that explicitly changes. You're not a magical girl. You feel this, that same pressure, that same thing that was around you encompass you, envelop you. When the world felt full and slow a moment before, it feels entirely this now. There's something else, someone that is struggling to be a person, and you find yourself getting lost moment by moment in it trying to hold on to a feeling of what it is to be a person yourself, lost in this chaos, where moments ago had only been sorrow and fear and anger dwelling deep, constant boiling underneath. Before you had held on to the rapier, the short, uh, excuse me, the sword, the cross. There's something bubbling within you. Tell me, when was 
the last time you saw your wife? The day she left Nephalia, boarded the Inquisition ship, and went to Stencia. And what was that like? Sad. And tried to take advantage of all the time up till then, but there was never there was never gonna be enough time. He strongly considered begging her not to go and knew that she had to. So he tried to be strong and wish her well as if it would just be a little while till she was back. Your mouth opens. I'm sorry. It comes out in exactly your voice. Out of your mouth. You still hear it. I need your help. Anything. Come find me. Where? You feel a pull up towards the tower, the doorway of which glows with a pale red light that emerges out of it. Of how tall is the tower? It's a little up there. Um, It's a good another 15 feet to the rim of that. That is quite a bit broader than the actual platform beneath. Um, The rest, the higher peaks of the roof get closer, but is still not quite there. Uh, tower, yeah, probably about, uh, yeah, 10 feet above that higher roof section at the lowest point, about, uh, 25. Okay. Uh, do I, can I still take my actions and such as normal? Uh, yeah, I think that's fine. Nothing was actually trying to stop you. Okay. Uh, after his strange talking to himself, he begins running towards the other roof and, uh, casts Misty Step. Running down the wet roof, running up the other side, and casting Misty Step at the top of it to try to go 30 feet to the tower. Okay. Um, I mean, Hastings. Grimhild looks confused. Uh, it does not, actually. No, because it's, yeah, this is Misty Step's it's not a spell. spell. <clears throat> so he will keep, at least. He tries to hold on to that spell, at least, for now. Yeah. That's good of him. <laughs> I actually legitimately appreciate that. Uh, wherever you ended up, just place yourself there. I'll say he's right at the edge, probably. Okay. <laughs> Got his toes on, heels over the back. <laughs> um, more coughs up blood from down his rain-soaked uh, hair and clothes, uh, looking quite a bit more ragged than they did moments ago. <laughs> Good, finally something interesting. Your last Inquisition didn't do very much, but it will not end like this. There is a pulse of blue as he places a hand against his own temple, and his flesh begins to expand. He billows outwards from his location as thick, shaggy layers of fur begin coating him, and his clothes sucks inward beneath the layers of his outfit. He's a were-vamp wolf. Oh no. He's a freaking teenage girl's OC from 2006. <laughs> oh, he's not a werewolf. He's simply a wizard. Yeah, bet you never thought what giant growth looked like. Shit's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> he hunches over, now covered in spines and fur, a larger quilled wolf than you've ever seen. One that dwarfs you in size. Hey, bitch, I can do that trick, too. And he will make one strike. Does he shout? Playtime is over. Grant me power and then do this. <laughs> no, he's not as cool as Dracula. That's true. He didn't even teleport and then shoot three fireballs. What a chump. <laughs> uh, um, when you transform, you usually keep your mental stats, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But um, your, um, the big thing is that your HP changes to whatever the new thing is. And yeah. once you drain its HP, you revert back to whatever you were before. 
Uh, Unless that you is a twenty-seven to hit you, Illyria. Oh. <clears throat> Sorry, you only did a thirteen. I like the idea that Illyria just gets punted off of the building. <laughs> like, I don't like it. Like, I don't think it's good for us. Or it just—it would be kind of funny. A little bit, and I agree. Because like, is the roof is like a ramp. Two points of piercing damage. How many? Twenty-two. Okay. Ooh. Um. And Grimhild, make me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, I have advantage on that, because I'm in haste Does zone. Does he do any more damage? 21. Okay. Uh, there is a spray of quills as he strikes, but you manage to kind of move out of the side of it. Oh, fuck. So wait, he strikes forward and quills shoot out everywhere else? Yeah, basically. Oh, what a dick bag. He sweeps one of these large knock, uh, uh, ones forward as he makes this biting motion at Illyria, and it clamps over one of her arms, and you feel it shred into your flesh as these quills that break off of his back and fall about him. I told you phase two would suck. Um, I also yep. need you to make a concentration check, the uh, constitution saving throw to maintain concentration. That one. Oh, okay. God. A three is probably there not going to do it. Well, that is, one means it can't happen anyway. Okay, lightning's there gone. There is a thinning and spreading as the clouds that have gathered start to spread a bit, and the red pan lightning crackling through the uh, cloud cover starts to fade away. But I only take the 22, or is there more? You only take the 22. That doesn't do more damage. Okay, I'm at 30, guys. And I was at full health before. Oh. Uh, this brings us oh, to... Do I have enough hearts that I can perform a Hydro Storm maneuver? <laughs> uh, you know, you would, but that's not actually your actively equipped sub-weapon. You just have them on hand. Oh, okay. Damn. Am I within his grasp, or is he let go of no, my... No, you, you are not consistently within his grasp. He has okay. clawed the shit out of you. <laughs> the big thing is, I'm going to run away, cast, and bolt his ass again. Okay, um... That brings us to Conrad. Does he still count as a vampire? He does not. Huh. He's a wolf. You know, you, you would know this in your days, that those who actually manage to shift form, they don't technically count as undead in that form. They are uh, beasts during that state. I see. So I'd be Or in his case, which is not actually a real beast, uh, an abomination. Right. All right, so I'm going to speed up alongside him, standing next to Illyria with my shield out. Let's see, what have I got? What have I got? See, I'll live as long as he doesn't bite my ass again and I'm able to get far enough away. Well, just keep in mind that if you move without taking a disengage action, he will get a free smash smash. Oh, don't remind me. No, yes, remind you. <laughs> I think, well, would I you know. have to be reminded I mean, now? If he doesn't kill you, you'll still get away. You. Yeah. Yeah, I know. If you have a healing potion, you could drink that and then just hope he doesn't crit. I guess I'm just going to do another flurry of three attacks. I mean, okay. that, would, that would mostly just require me to, um, you know, have a healing potion. Uh, does 18 hit now? Uh, only just, yes. All right, that's three hits then. What? I'll, I'll still throw one smite in there. Yeah. Okay. Not bad. Uh, 21 Radiant, and 11 Slashing for the first hit, 8 Slashing for the second hit, 7 Slashing for the third. Using more right. of my Outlander training okay, than so my, uh, Inquisitor so training. 21 and 8, 21 Radiant, 1, 8, Slashing. And what were the others? 7 and... Um, 7 and 8, I think. Okay, cool. 
All right, yeah. Um, with a series of hacks, you start driving these at the quills on his back and start cutting off a huge number of them, though they seem to regrow at a rapid pace. Um, he growls out in your direction, not having the speech patterns of an actual humanoid now. <clears throat> Look what you resort to to get your way. Did you do anything else? Um, I've, I've taken three attacks. I think any more would just be greedy. If you have a bonus action to do something. Uh, most of my bonus actions just increase my, uh, my attacks. Are you calling okay. me greedy? Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, that's fair. He is going to take... got, like, eight weapons. He is going to take one of his legendary actions. Uh, to once again strike at Illyria. I'm going Yay. to inflict disadvantage on this check. Yes. Okay. That's a also, 17. Have you, have you been including your yes. shield bonus to your AC, uh, yeah. James? Mm-hmm. Okay. Only takes a 13 to hit me. That was worth a shot. I know, I appreciate it so much. Doesn't you take stop. 23 points of piercing damage, and I need you other two to make dexterity saving throw. 27, you said? 27. Ooh. So, guys. I get hit. I have three hit points left. You'll be alright. I, I can't afford to move away on the off chance he hits me. And Connor, it's, it's not an off chance. He's hitting you. You're AC Ex- 13. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you should definitely disengage and get the fuck out of there. I like, got. It feels like a waste, but I got 17. I got a I... six with okay. advantage. Does your transforming uh, provoke an attack? No. That's actually valid. Can I be a quilled wolf? I see. Uh, you could be a regular quilled wolf. Well, sure. I just not his polymorphed himself. I don't think he's a druid. How much damage you take? Uh, you end up taking uh, seven points of piercing damage, and okay. combat takes none. Yeah. Uh, what stats do quill wolves have differently than the regular medium beast wolf? Uh, one sec, I can bring those up for you when it comes time. Or just send me the quill wolf stats. Um, that brings us to Nick. All right. Um, let's see. Yep, I'm a rogue. I can make it. Uh, or actually, I can be hearing in him, right? Yeah, that counts. Okay, just making sure. Um, yeah, I'm just, just gonna stab him. Like, hell yeah, it works. Just, That's what you do. Just, You're a rogue. Just, just put this moonlight sword up his weird quill wolf ass. Uh, yeah, that, that hits. <laughs> All right. I think that hits literally everything. Uh, no, he's not undead anymore, right? Correct. It won't happen this turn, but who would benefit the most from being hasted? More. Uh, On our team. (laughs) Hey, I hit him again. For 1t4. I'm I'm still hasted, but... Another 4 damage. (laughs) Okay, yeah, you come across at his back and then make this slicing carve that heats through a lot of him again. You can see now that he's not even wearing anything resembling clothes. How it just sears into the flesh and you can smell it cooking as it comes off. Um, And then in that same superheated wound, you just kind of jab at it with your dagger and get a pretty good stab in. Like, that's enough that you would probably you know, harm most regular animals, but this seems to be made of tougher stuff. Um... Let's see. Um, go for the second legendary action and attack uh, Grimhild. Oh. That is a 22 to hit. Oh, you ass. Um, yeah, I don't have the thing that makes me not 
Oh, wait. wait. Okay, yeah. No, that's right. Okay. Yeah, that hits. Do I get plus four on this deck save since I'm next to Conrad? Yep. You take 16 piercing damage, Grimhild. And, uh, yeah. You have to make deck saves. And we'll also, uh, uh, Nick also needs to make a deck save. Um, I got a 15. Okay, that does not pass, so you take... Remember that you have an advantage. I remembered. My dex is not very good. Uh, don't worry, you only take four points of, uh, piercing damage. I take one point of piercing damage. Uh, I assume I fail it with a 12. Do I take the same, or do you roll again? Uh, no, you take the same. You take, uh, yeah, you take four. Okay, I'll just take the four, because I'm not... (laughs) Yeah, I'll just take the four. Much simpler. Um, Max, did you send me the, uh, Quilled Wolf stats? Uh, I mean, I don't have them down in a document is the only problem. <laughs> oh, um, but is it a CR1 or less? Yeah, it's CR1. Regular cold wolves are basically okay. just direwolves. Okay, because I was just going to basically be like, I'm just going to do direwolf instead of regular wolf unless this yeah. thing has an extra different attack for being a cold no, it, wolf. No, it's, it's direwolves in here are cold wolf. Okay, but do I still get He's just a bad fucked up cold wolf. Okay. Do the quill things still happen when I do it? Nope. That's not a regular thing. Fine. Well, I'm gonna be a dire wolf. He's mad fucked up. So, throw some wolf pog there yeah, for me. Yeah, one sec. I'm up to 37 hit points now. And then, controlled by... I am a large beast, so... Hey, I'm at 37 hit nice. points also. Oh, excuse me, yeah, he's supposed to be one size larger than usual. I forgot that they were actually large to begin with. Holy shit. Yeah, no, he's very big. What a big boy. And that's where he'll be. Okay, so yeah, um... Yeah, it is Illyria's turn, and so... I'm, uh... to do... Yeah, as you clasp your uh, hands together and there's a flash of green light that courses up your limbs, you similarly blossom out into fur and quill and teeth. Not nearly as big or as hunched as he is with the sort of sharpened claws. You are much more to a traditional dog frame. Yeah, but I get advantage on all my attack rolls because my friends are there. This is correct. So we're going to just do a bite because there's not anything else that the wolf has. I'm just going to stick with that, actually. Yeah, that'll hit. <laughs> Give me one sec. So is it, it says hit 10, then in commas, 2d6 plus 3. So I just rolled 2d6 plus 3, I assume. I'm back. I was just confirming I can either do 10 hit points or do 2d6 plus 3. Uh, no, you just do the roll. The fixed okay. damage is if you want to make it consistent, which I never do because that's boring. Oh, okay. I wanted to make sure before I was just like, well, either way, I wouldn't do that anyway on a crit because I'd double my rolls. So that's an additional 13. 13. Okay. Chomp, chomp. Yeah, you similarly jump up and bite down on his side now, <laughs> pulling down against him. Which uh, one do I shoot? Which one do I shoot? The, he does the big the one. Um, let's see. Um... And I presume that's all you do? That's all I can do. Okay. Um, having established this already existing connection, um, Yulia is going to keep sending lightning down her uh, tie. Oh, does she an auto part. 1d12 now? Or more if she nope, casts it higher? It, uh, I believe it maintains the level of the cast. Because, yeah, as long as, you, as long as this is Witch Bolt... Um, Which, oh, it is only the initial damage. Never mind. Yeah, but it's still 1d12. Which is not yeah, and each turn for your duration, you use your action to deal it automatically. And which is pretty nice. It is. It's, it's just like my spells. No need that whole... Not as much, but that's not bad. But it's a first level spell. Delay damage. Unless she's got mad... Uh, 
ups on other stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and she is going to. I love the um, component to do which this way. Is, is a twig from a tree that's been struck by lightning. I can help here, <laughs> or I did. Um, okay. Uh, as she pulls back and lets another line of lightning travel across that tenuous connection, she slips behind the rest of you, um, moving behind the now similarly large, but not nearly as hulking, uh, Lyria. Brings us to Grimhild. Okay. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, punch this dog stoutly on the nose. Uh, I'm gonna whip out that's... Actually, wait. He's not a werewolf. He's just a wolf. So silver wouldn't be especially effective. Okay. Not more effective. Yeah, I'm gonna bust out Punches. Um, question. <laughs> oh, yeah. The one charge on the Fist of Bellfire adds 1d4 far, uh, damage to your attack. Is that all attacks made with the punches this round, or just Not a single attack. attack? That single attack. Okay. Um, is that spent before or after the attack roll? Uh, that is spent before. Okay. Then what I am going to do is... What is good? Yeah, I'm going to punch him. So... First punch. I'm going to be uh, adding 1d4 fire damage to three attacks, basically, with okay. yeah, punchy sure. punch. Just to get those spent. And move it over. Over those jabs. Yeah. Uh, and so, first punch. Misses. Second punch. Hits. Third punch. Misses. <laughs> Super misses. The uh, double mind, the double ones. But that does do 12 points of damage, and... Two points of fire damage. Hey, that's not bad. Uh, and I'm going to use my bonus action for an offhand attack. I'm going to use that weird magic sword that used to be this jerk's, because I want to know if it has a magic bonus okay. when I swang it. Uh, yeah, it does get a plus one. Just plus one? Okay. And that's not bad for fifth. Uh, that I super hit. Yep, you definitely hit. Nice. Uh, this is to be... Oh, question. Does this count as having an offhand if I'm having a gauntlet as my other hand? Uh, what do you mean? Well, because I have the versatile fighting. Yeah. When So dueling is one of the fighting styles, is when you have really made it up in one hand and no other weapons, you get a plus two bonus to damage rolls with that weapon. I wouldn't count that. Okay. Uh, well, I do 14 points of damage. Okay. Yeah, with a series of kind of uh, batting punches into the side, a couple of them kind of bounce off the quills and thick hide, but one you collide solidly into the lower bit of his leg, and it kind of crumples downward before you see the steam rising off the heating of your fist. Um, The dragon etched into the top of it seems to light up and breathe the fire almost directly into your palms as it flits between your fingers. Um, And then you come back around with this fancy longsword that you drive up into him. Uh, It hits solidly, and you're not seeing anything particularly special happen with it. You're not sure what you'd need to do, but... Yeah. I'm gonna move next to our tank boy, though. Perhaps reasonable. Okay. And that brings us to Faustus. Yeah, I'm going to use the dash action and then move. Okay. Running towards the tower. (laughs) Goodbye. As you come up to the opening of it, um... You see inside uh, this different than usual form of excess. There's a lot of places here that are full of extremes and lavishness. But here it's something not clinical, but prized. Something where things are collected and preserved and placed. You can see uh, certain weapons sheathed on shelves. Uh a few uh, helms placed in, uh, placed about, some cleaving and twain. 
Um, others uh, simply battered in. There are a number of books, wands. Uh, there's the skull of a horse. And near the center, where there is this oddly red pool of liquid kind of spattered about this uh, sort of dais, where there's a number of it on it, but much of it spattered about and collapsed off the sides. Uh, near there, you see a series of bell jars. And near one of them, uh, one of bright white, uh, this bright white light kind of coalescing and pushing against the inside in this misty coloration, striated with tinges of blue and red. Uh, you see a broken and collapsed body of Victor shattered against the ground. And as well, there is just off to the side, draped across one of the couches, one of the young girls that was at the previous uh, fight at the graveyard, sitting very sullenly, arms crossed across her chest. She looks up at the sound of your footsteps. He swallows deeply and looks at her. You killed him. Nearly. I'm not sure if he could die anyway, since he already had. Isn't that right? Strictly speaking, he's never lived. I think the spirit inside had something. Perhaps. True. You're the one that got away. You're not the one that killed my sister. I'm not? No. no he, he acknowledges it, questioning it. So what now? Are you not here to kill him? We are. She tilts her heads towards the sound of the fight down below. Picked an odd time to come up here, then. He starts walking toward the bell jar. Okay, we'll cut back to that. Uh, Moore strikes uh, a heavy blow uh, down toward Conrad. Well, here we are. That is a 23 to hit. Just hits. By a couple points, but here we are. That is 24 points of piercing damage. 21. And dexterity saving throws from the rest of you. (laughs) Does 18 make it? 18 does make it. Yay. Guys, 16 is a good amount of health to have, right? Oh, fuck. Have you not been updating your... Oh. (laughs) Fucking course. Uh, Nick, you take three piercing damage. Oh, no. (laughs) He elects not to. (laughs) Right, it's a dexterity saving throw. You do take half of it if you have evasion. (laughs) He elects to take... Less than three. You take one, if that's the case. Oh, sweet. I only took one from the last one, too. Awesome. <laughs> that's right. like, that's oh, like that two. really hurts. <laughs> that's like a health potion right there. Um, that's awesome. You're getting maximum utility by taking a power that triggers when you fail. With the one swing that oh, pounds down on. against your shield arm and kind of claws into your arm, he follows it up with a savage bite towards your torso. <laughs> with an 11 to hit. You mean a rabid bite? No. Damn it. But an 11 to hit. <laughs> so, gonna assume no. Nope. I don't think an 11 hits anybody. It almost hits Illyria. Not even me anymore. Almost, but it doesn't quite hit me. Normally. Well, even as a wolf, my AC went up one. <laughs> um, let's see. And that uh, ends his turn. We come to Raya. One second here. I'm glad he can't verbalize words to his butler. Yes. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> as you step inside the room, Faustus, 
Uh, Raya just holds up a finger that begins glowing with a crackling purple and black inky field. Just don't. She doesn't do anything else. Just holds it there, watching you. Don't what? Don't come in. Don't touch anything. Go finish your fight. So, uh, okay. I I thought that someone was telling him to come to the tower through Victor. Someone definitely was. Ah, okay. It is not her. I see. It's the jar. Uh, Conrad. Yes. It's your turn. Well, I just gotta say right now, I don't think I have the healing power in me to, uh, to outpace his damage. So I think I just gotta go for it. Do it. You can do a free disengage and let me take some hits. I could. Okay. But what if we both do damage? Sure. <laughs> I can't argue with that logic. My god. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Alright, so that is going to be two hits, and I will throw one of my last two spell slots in on it. That's 18 Radiant, 12 Slashing, and 13 Slashing. Okay. Just jumping and hacking and hacking. The wolf is looking pretty tore up as you kind of jump onto its face and just keep driving the sword against its side, leaving hack after hacking uh, gash into its side. Does it go into a stagger animation? Can I just reach my Not hand up in there? Okay. <laughs> is this where you'll cut off all the quills so they quit hurting us? You live like a beast and you'll die like a beast. Hey now, no judge. My yes, judge. Body. My wolf body, I mean. He's an inquisitor, most of what he does is judge. True enough. He sometimes juries and executes. Well, you know. Hey, Conrad. Yes. This is, don't, literally do not assume this is going to end badly, but let me, just, uh, just tell me, like, how, how heated are your emotions right now? <laughs> Honestly, at this point, I think less than when he came in. I think now that he's seen that he can, he can be hurt, he can be cut, he can be wounded. I mean, elation is emotional. I mean, if determination applies. Not determination, anger, though. Also, the now, battle, having your blood okay. up. It feels vindicated more than anything. Okay. You can feel still from your wounds this sort of pulsing heat and steam coming off of you, and it feels so powerful, like you have a number of other times, but at the same time you feel so in control right now, especially as you look at what he had, what he's become. Can you shift on purpose? Because like some people can do that eventually, right? I could probably make Sorry. myself angry. Yeah, you well, could no, probably. I mean, like, in a, a controlled thing where they're not, like, bestial. Like that one Planeswalker and <laughs> stuff. No. Yeah, She's yeah. very special. That's true. She's a planeswalker. Um, okay. Uh, that brings us to Nick. Kick his ass. Nick. Nick his ass. All right. Let's give this a shot. Just shove a, shove a sword up his ass. Hell oh, yes. Nick, you're good at your job. I'm really bummed out at this uh, lack of undead vulnerability. Though. Play, that much. <laughs> Play that shit for free. <laughs> 29? That's not bad damage, though, dude. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's not bad for being on demand, yeah. That's a bring a rogue four. Uh, then I'll follow up. That'll hit two. <laughs> two, two damage. <laughs> uh, yeah, you... And then... You levy the blow. Gonna move back one. <laughs> you levy the blow against his back, and it sears along some of the spines, and they start heating up and glowing red-white in the color. 
And as you kind of back up, you just kind of do a backward slash, a fade slash, as it were, <laughs> against his flank. Oh, shit. If, they, if those spines go black, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he is looking very rough and weary. Huh, um, he's looking rough. <sighs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Grimhill, how well can you see from where you are? Like, uh, uh, how well are you paying attention to things other than just... I mean, being a combat veteran and, and fully expecting to get jumped by asshole vampires, probably reasonably? Good. Okay. You can see Rahadin start moving towards the side of the uh, the roof, kind of continuing to tr- sort of anxiously to see get up here. But then there's a hand placed on his shoulder. <laughs> Does it look like Grimhild's hand? It looks a lot like Grimhild. <laughs> <laughs> is this hand followed by a huge fuck-off sword, or is it just like a nah, dub? You're my, you're, you're, you're working for me now. I'm, I'm thinking like a John Wick situation where she's just like, you don't want to work tonight. He just kind of Wait, freezes is- up in place and stops advancing. We don't want this to be a John Wick situation. We're trying to kill a dog. <laughs> True. Um, Illyria, your turn. Hi. I'm gonna bite him. Chomp this fool. Chomp, chomp, chomp. <laughs> Where you bite him? There's a lot of pointy bits. Not, not crit. that was. You're gonna I crit. it once. There's always a chance. And everything's advantageous because I got friends. That is a nice thing about being a wolf. 22. It'll hit. He does pass staying up, though. That's okay. Lame. Nine damage. Get him into one of those crocodile death rolls. <laughs> no. He's bigger than me. He is going to use one of his legendary actions, however, after you strike at him, to strike back at Conrad. No. That ain't cool. That is a 24 to hit. That hits. Can I, like, is there something I can do here? I don't think there is. Probably not. Yeah. That is 19 points of piercing damage, and everyone else there, except for, uh, so, uh, Grimhild and Delirium need to make deck saving throws. Oh, yes, of course. Without yes. the plus from Conrad. <laughs> yeah, I have a question. <laughs> uh, I well, think that's I fine, I guess. <laughs> Can I, like, throw some back at him? <laughs> sure, for fun, why not? <laughs> I, got, I, I, have, I have a question. For those yes. listening at home, I got two I, 20s on my deck save with advantage. I, I forget what happens if you are at precisely zero hit points. You just kind of go unconscious. You just go unconscious. Okay, so you still go. But it's you don't not, make not death saves points. yet? Yeah, I don't I mean, even you don't make death, death saves until your turn, in general. Oh, I wasn't sure if you made them at all, if you were only no, when exactly you go to zero. zero or below zero, you go into okay. dying. Gotcha. Unless Basically, there's no such out. thing as negative. You always hit at exactly zero. Was he trying to knock you out? I don't think he's doing some dual he's damage, not trying no. to knock him out. Are you sure? He gets to choose it when he does the attack. He did not. Oh, wow, what a dick. <laughs> yeah, weird. <laughs> um, How much... Is the damage from the quills? Uh, nine points of piercing damage. Okay. Um, I have a healing potion. Use it on Conrad. And that brings us to Grimhild. But I don't know if Conrad wants to get back up yet. Probably does. Hmm. Well, I should ask. I probably know the answer, but Conrad, do you want to... I presume you don't want to give in in order to keep standing up. Okay, just wanted to make sure. I'm good. <laughs> no? I mean, okay. I have the nail in my pocket. Someone jab me with it. Gives temp HP, not real HP. You need real HP to be Damn conscious. It. Do you? That's like yeah. the only reason I'm keeping that around. 
Clear. You can load it up before fights as part of White's game. <laughs> okay. So the first thing I'm going to do is... Question, do I need to attack with the Moonfire to do its level 3 bonus? Uh, no. Okay, so I'm going to copy... I believe so, unless it says it in the It thing. doesn't. So I'm yeah. going to copy my haste over to... Let's give it to Illyria, because she's attacking with advantage. Yeah. So, Illyria, you have haste. You? Uh, you get an extra attack uh, with one uh, weapon. No, not quite. What? It, it, come, return, it goes to the other glove at a rate of one point per round. It mentions that. Oh, one second. So you don't just constantly use the ultimates back and forth. Hey, okay. Never mind then. I will have to wait a little bit for that to happen. Uh, should I have actually copied it then? Sorry about that. No worries. Uh, so I guess what I'm going to do then is actually take out the Silver Dawn. Okay. And uh, show this guy what a sword is. So let's do that. Um, I'm going to make the first one be a fainting attack. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's a bonus action. So I can do that. And then I will solve my extra haste action to get Conrad back at the venue. Okay. So fuck me. That's a miss, isn't it? 17. Yep. What a what a waste. Okay. Uh, second attack. Just uh, hits. Okay. Good. So uh, that will. Hmm? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hits. Because, uh, yeah, you had the 17 because you had advantage. On the previous one. That's going to be 19 damage? Yeah, all right. Uh, it is holy and silver and stuff. Then I could attack again. Or I could get Conrad back up. I'm pro getting Conrad back up. Oh, I'm going to make that a pushing attack. Although, prob- oh, could I have made the attack from here and make it a pushing attack so that he's not touching Conrad? Uh, I'm fine with that, sure. If he fails to save, which he probably won't. <laughs> okay, so he will take four more damage, and he will have to make yeah, a save. Yeah, he definitely didn't fail that save with a crit success. <laughs> Goddamn. Okay, that's fine. Uh, and then I'm going to boop and then feed a potion to him with my bonus action from haste. Yep, since you can use, use an item with that, right? That is my only potion, and it is gone. I do what I was always taught to do in Inquisitor School when you were revived by potion. Play dead until it is time to act. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes come flutter slightly open and you realize you're incredibly on the ground with a sour taste in your mouth, but you're not dead. You got tea back, I'm sorry. I am still dead. Okay. Um and the uh legend last legendary action for the turn will strike at Grimhild. Okay. Because he's alive, I get the plus four though, right? Um He is conscious, yes, this is true. Um That is uh, I'm twenty to hit. You have a paladin curled up in the fetal position beside oh, you. I'm just not going to get hit. Okay, I don't get hit. Oh, do you have uh, what's your I AC? Nineteen AC and then plus two for being hasted. Oh, neat. Sick. Uh, I am going to spend yeah. a superiority die to do a repost. Hell yeah! Because <laughs> uh, fuck this nerd. Uh, Twenty-four hits. Thirteen more damage. Oh wait, that also adds the two more after that. So fifteen more damage. You slash uh, across the top of this like underbelly of the wolf as he strikes out at you, and you just kind of lean underneath and bring the sword across him. And there's just a moment as the blue light of it just clashes out, and suddenly he snaps back to being a vampire standing amidst the middle of this form. Need to wish I still had my action surge to something I super want to do. He looks tired and exhausted <laughs> and bleeding still with that form gone. Oh, excuse me, I actually forgot Yulia's action also. 
Oh. It wouldn't have, I don't think it would have changed much. She would have just zapped him again. Yeah. yeah. But some of that damage you did then bleeds over to this form, so. Okay. Because, like, if I, yeah, all right. <laughs> very good, very good. Faustus. Yeah. You're in this room with this girl extending a hand, crackling with arcane energy, but not doing anything. She's just watching you with it. She seems bitter and cold, but kind of watching. So the the bell jar, um, it, you said it was... It's white. filled with a roiling mist, primarily white, but streaked with blue and red. And you see the mist seem to almost push against the sides of the glass. And what, are there stands or... Yeah, it's on a sort of... Uh, display cabinet of sorts kind of circled around the middle of the room around that uh dais that has the splattered with red liquid still glowing lighting the room i think he is going to misty step next to the bell jar and i suppose try to uh smash it against the uh the thing it's resting on okay uh as you're doing this she will resolve the prepared action casting a spell at you does it disintegrate it's not disintegrate. She's not that strong. It's only disinta okay. <laughs> it's disinta average. Uh, make me constitution saving throw. Okay. Are you within ten feet of me? No. Nope. Are you sure? I'm sorry, feet, not miles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. There's no, uh... furlongs. There's no, uh, target... Targeting, is there? Hmm? No, she's targeting you. Oh yeah, but I mean, there's no attack roll, is there? No, 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 no. It's it's casting a spell. You have to make the saving throw instead. Okay. Well, if you have like counter spell, you'd use that. But if you, but like shield won't do anything things like that. I I do have counter spell. That's actually a oh, pretty well, good idea. Remember, you're a blue wizard. Use that shit. Yes, I will spend a level three spell slot on counter spell. Time vortex. Um. Okay. Let me Never. see. For counter time magic. I have to roll. Uh, it is on page two hundred nine. I'm spiral. I meant. So, quick question: Do we prefer I stay a wolf and have twenty HP, but only do two d six okay. damage, or shift back out and zap him for five d ten? So, roll plus your spellcasting. I mean, you're you're hasted now, so you will get two attacks at advantage as a wolf. Okay. And two, like, minor chances. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> there is this sickening black dripping line that fire from her hand as you vanish and appear over there. And without even turning to fully look at it, you manage to raise a hand and it just vanishes into the air. Nope. This poor girl's like, I'm done. I'm done. My sister's <laughs> dead. This toy wasn't fun to play and with. And that's just your reaction. You still have your action to smash this jar. <laughs> yeah, he will smash the jar. Okay. You take the jar, and it's heavy and broad, but you manage to just push it over off the plinth, and it just falls. And there is a crack and a roar. The area around you fills with a crackling, almost like fire, as it pours free. And you're surrounded by light, color, blossoming about you. Everything goes blinded for a moment. And then you feel something caress you. In a while. Two years. Is that all? It felt like forever. Same. What happened here? Made a deal. 
You feel more of an embrace from behind you. One eternity for everyone else who wasn't already dead. What do you mean? He was going to kill everyone. All of them. And I couldn't stop him. But he only wanted one life in the end. Your life? Trade. A captive for, ev- for everyone else's survival. Sorry. I can't fault you for being you. We can fix it, though. Okay. There's pressure on your hand. Pressure like a, a hand holding yes, his? Yes, like something yeah. squeezing there. He'll squeeze back in air. And you're back. Still in a tower. With your feet surrounded by broken glass. But you're not alone. Inside of you, anyway. Uh, for now, consider yourself proficient with all martial weapons and have the ability to uh, spend spell slots on uh, Divine Smite. Mm. Okay. Then, let's see. So he, so he missed the step there, smashed it there. You can then, still have regular movement left. <laughs> yeah. He then uh, begins running out past the other vampire. <laughs> she looks baffled. <laughs> infuriated and baffled. <laughs> All right. Uh, more the returned man uh, looks not panicked, but not comfortable or happy. <laughs> Fine. Fine, I see. You truly are. Better than everyone else so far. <sighs> well then, he backs up a bit and extends a hand outward, uh, toward here, where a streak of red light fires off in that direction. There is a burst of flame where it impacts into the ground. Uh, I need Grimhel, Valyria, uh, Conrad, and uh, Yulia are going to make dexterity saving throws. Does haste continue on a knocked out person? That's a good fucking question. <laughs> I mean, as long as he's still concentrating. Yeah. I mean, it should. I was just a very fast, unconscious it, man. Especially since he didn't know you went down. Yeah, I did never cast anything else with concentrate duration. Well, in that case, uh, 21. <laughs> that was think, a good time. I think everybody's in your range. You're, uh, cause 10 feet, right? I thought it was 5. It's 10 feet, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I was like, where's Grimhild? And she was under the the my HP counter. Uh, anyone with a seventeen or better takes uh nine points of fire damage, and much- everyone else takes uh nineteen. How much did that potion heal me for? Two d four plus two is healing potion. Yeah. Did we ever roll want, that? If you want, I just rolled it for you. <laughs> if you want to use mine, or you can use someone else's if you want. I just rolled it reflexively. Sure. Did, did I make enough? To All right, not... you're up with one HP. <laughs> I rolled oh. two fours. <laughs> I actually did. Do you guys see that little sliver of health I just added to my bar? <laughs> That's the one, baby. You don't, because nope. it's not on there. It's not even a pixel. <laughs> my three was barely anything. Uh, let's see. Yeah, this uh, this vampire girl's gonna follow out, but not immediately attack. She's really confused. <laughs> Uh, so is she attacking Faustus? No, she's not doing anything at the moment. She's really confused about what just happened. She seems absolutely perplexed and baffled and trying to follow after. Actually, she's going to attempt to grapple faster than anything else. Um, Faustus, make me an athletics check. <laughs> ah, no, the secret wait, is he doesn't child. need to move. Uh, what's athletics based on? Strength. Just pile driver off That's the parapet. That's you and I barely have. <laughs> no, yeah. I got, I he's got a, 14 he's a fair, strength. He's a fairly buff wizard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have 12. Well. He lifts from time to time. 
heavy books. <laughs> you actually beat her. The crushing weight of his issues. <laughs> like, wait, you come back. <laughs> like, comes and tries to grab onto your arm, which you just yank out of her grasp. It's like, I'm fucking busy. <laughs> puts, a, puts his palm on her forehead, holding her back. <laughs> I mean, she's really small, so yeah, that works. Uh, okay, that brings us to Conrad. All right. Just gonna get up, <laughs> brush the fire from my cloak, walk up to him. I gotta say something here. How does it feel to strike down something that cares whether you live or die? Much different than anything else, I suppose. It's about to feel different. I'm gonna go for three attacks. Okay. Alright, that's two hits, and what the hell, I'll use my actual for real last uh, spell slot on this. He's back to being an undead. Yep. So, six slashing, eleven slashing, uh, that's not added together. And then let's roll the Radiant. 20 Radiant. With a series of bashes against him, you hit him down and down and hit him a third time. And he falls down, smashing against the ground. A couple roof tiles break under the force. He lays there, completely flattened. And there's this odd thing that happens. You don't, you don't think you've ever seen it with a vampire. He begins fading into mist. Not that you haven't seen vampires turn to mist, but he doesn't seem conscious. His body vanishes and drifts in this mist down, down through the cracks in the roof. Where's his coffin? I did not go to 3HP for this bullshit fake him. It's not fake. I can't talk. Also, you mentioned 3HP, but... Well, yeah, but... Um, are the cracks big enough for people to get through? Probably not. Not yet, but you could probably force them. Well, you see, earlier in this fight, I conveniently made a place for a hole. That's fine. I I just, with the, uh, the axe out into the, the shovel form, just start cracking down on the roof. Okay. Yeah, Nick is prepped at the top to just leap down. So I assume he probably takes falls better than anyone else here. Yeah. Honestly, I, it, is it acro- is it athletics or acrobatics? I would assume acrobatics. Uh, that's a shame. <laughs> I'm really um, good at athletics. Wolf Illyria is helping by scrabbling with claws. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not going to make you roll when you have that many people on hand working at this similar goal. Um, yeah, as a series of folks, you move over there and start hammering at the cracks. Piece by piece, more roofing caves into the ground below. Soon you get a glance through within seconds, and you can see the mist drifting down the hallways further away as it widens to a hole. Grimhild, your, your sister and Rahadine are gone. Faustus, you see all of this. You're now outside again and can see all of this happening. Okay, so... Do I understand the significance of what just happened with Moore? You know as much that he's probably not dead, but he seemed unconscious. And you know enough to know that vampires can turn into mist and go places. Beyond that, uh, you don't know where he's going specifically. What does Monster Hunter Grimhild know? Not this, actually. I I have a wild guess if it helps. It's okay. Uh, How does Divine Smite work? Oh, uh, Divine Smite, you, uh, you get... 1d8 plus a d8 for each of the spell levels you put into it, plus an extra d8 of damage if they're um, undead. And and I think also, also if they're It starts a fiend, at 2d8. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Yeah, fiends also get extra. And um, you can choose whether to use it after you hit. Okay. 
I've been muted this whole time. God damn it. Uh, uh, I was basically just saying I'm hopping down that hole as soon as fucking possible. And yeah, yeah, no, sure. Wolf yeah. is like scrabbling down and with that 50 foot um, speed, like running. And then, yeah, basically, Grimhild is just assuming that he has a way to escape death because he's been alive for so fucking long. So they need to find it where his body is, and then she is pretty sure she has a way to stop it from happening again. I mean, behead, burn, those seem like good things. No, I have something better. No, we, we, we've got a power by, pack with us. And, and by better, I mean worse. <laughs> uh, everyone on the roof is electing to jump down. Yeah, Faust, this is a... Uh, he'll run forward and jump down the tower at the uh, closest point. I will try to climb down. You can hang on to wolf me. But watch out for the quills. <laughs> Why don't you heal him? Or do you have any... Uh... I lay on hands talk. left or anything? I got no spells, got no lay on hands. Uh, so he, uh, Spouse has dropped his staff back in the tower and he's holding Arcelia's cross in his offhand. Fair. I am going to use my second wind while I wait because that's funny to me. Okay, so, uh, yeah, with this crack in the roof, you're all able to pour down through it and you arrive kind of roughly, uh, uh, but manage to stagger back up standing. Um, there is, uh, hustle you can hear uh voices calling and crying and screams yelling out as people uh from down the hallway in the direction you saw the mist head yeah looking as Faustus gets up next to grimhild he holds out his main hand we need a weapon uh i will toss you uh mauer's old sword so it's a it's a plus one long sword (laughs) currently Oh my uh, god, that's really good. <laughs> what, my terrible sound, or? <laughs> no, 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 the sword. There's oh, yeah. Re- what? What's about the Thank sword? I'm, I'm really excited about this sword, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> we can't attune to it until the after the game. It doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll take the sword in hand. When you try to use it on more, it kills the wielder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got me. Except I already hit him with it once. <laughs> and nothing <laughs> special happened. Blow, what? All right. Um, yeah. So you begin pouring down the hallway. Uh, all of you, I presume, in pretty much full out sprint. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nick's going sixty feet a turn. All the hasted people are probably even faster than. Oh no. No, I not. think I am that fast. No, Nick can go ninety feet a turn. Uh, Jesus, so fast. Wait, I can spend. I can run. You can and regular spend my dash bonus action. action, regular move, and then bonus action dash again. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do we get if we breathe them in? Well, I mean, we can do the same thing, though, because we can spend dash with our bonus action and dash with our regular action. You are also correct, but it's even farther. We're yeah, I do 100 feet that way. Uh, <laughs> but, in like, but, in like, limping. but in like, I don't know, eight or nine minutes, I'll eventually beat you guys. It's a, it's a tortoise in the hair type thing. Well, honestly, <laughs> the haste are probably wearing off now. They're about a minute long. I refreshed mine. This is, no, you didn't. Remember, oh. you didn't end up doing that. Oh, well, I have three points. I'll, re- I'll do it now. Once it starts to run okay, out. Okay, that's fair, actually. Enough time would have passed. <laughs> I pass it on to someone else. Yeah, I'll give it to, uh, I'll give it to Faustus, because he needs to keep up with us for dramatic appropriateness. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, all of you begin sprinting down the halls. A number of the more aristocratic vampires, the ones who weren't soldiers on the front line, start emerging and kind of viewing out many of them in shock and discomfort at seeing this mist that they seem to recognize already uh you storm down the boss is having one of those days and see as it drifts down 
uh, and back that hallway that you passed through to begin with, uh, and down those steps back towards the crypts. You run after thundering down the stairs, uh, the darkness not really being too much of an impediment at this point in time, the distance generally known, and you find yourself stumbling back into the crypt room, seeing as the mist travels to the end of the crypt room and settles down uh, in that lowered area, the broader area flanked by the two statues. Does it, like, seep into anywhere? It seeps into a stone coffin set uh, and carved out of fine materials engraved with gold. I'm going to try and rip the, that coffin open. The Monster Hunter pack happened to come with a crowbar. <laughs> it did. Yeah, no, that's really good, actually. Mm-hmm. Give, me, give me the crowbar. I got it. <laughs> I, have, I don't have thumbs. I'm not a lot of help right now. There is no other sound other than your breath and footsteps. Uh, and then the yanking of metal and wood and stone. You pull against it and pull the lid off the bar as it crashes against the ground and cracks open. Inside the coffin, there is laying down the beaten, bruised, and harmed body of Strephon Moore. Eyes closed, arms crossed over him. I just want to bite his head off. Yo, that noose. That noose, though. What's the noose do again? It traps spirits literally forever. Do, do vampires have spirits? Yes, they're twisted and fucked up, but they do. There's also, I, a also, few I think it works on things that doesn't following after. I think it works on things that nooses don't normally work on. Like, I'm pretty sure I choked a ghost to death with it. Is it a is it a religion check to know like ways to perma kill a vampire without? I'm- I, I think this this is a particular case, particular to him. It's probably some kind of weird sorcery, or you know, yeah, you actually don't know about this. This is normally yeah, shows. This isn't shit we have to go through with normal vampires. But, but like, can, does like dowsing his heart in holy water perma kill a vampire? You don't or? know. Nor, vampires I, normally die like people. Noose, they're rough noose, and yeah. people, but they normally die. I'm doing it. I've been half the things in this hate this motherfucker. I'm noosing the hell out of him. Uh, in the meantime, Nick has gotten out of flask of oil and is just pouring it on him, getting ready to light him up in case the noose yeah. doesn't work. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to set down a a bottle of highly flammable hard liquor from the first session, a bottle of holy water, and then I'm going to, for you guys to use, and then going to go over and try to intimidate the vampires out of here. <laughs> You know Go what? make me that roll. Make I, me that roll. You know what? Does he have I can't help. Strangling their boss in the background. <laughs> I can't help with with Strahd. It's the whole no thumbs thing, and I don't want to bite something that's no. no but you can, you can aid another him to give him advantage and just growl at them menacingly. <laughs> that's the thing. I was gonna go with Conrad and be like the scariest quill wolf I can be. What? So Conrad, what do you do as the approaching wall of vampires comes at you? I just limp over to them and plant my silvered shovel axe into the ground. This is a private party. One you don't want to be a part of. Out. Make me the check with advantage because of the help of the wolf growling by your side. And snapping. By the way, I have high charisma, but intimidation is the only charisma skill I have proficiency in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks to the the advantage, 26. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, there's this sort of scattering stop as these finely dressed but poorly armored and equipped vampires kind of veer off at the staircase where they had been coming down. 
there's this stuttering series of stops as other ones that were advancing kind of bump into each other. And they just kind of eye where you are set down at the bottom of the stairs and don't advance farther. A couple of wolf snaps. Turn, turn around and walk back and just sort of mutter under my breath to Illyria. Thank Avison, a slingshot could have killed me. <laughs> Weird wine. But she'll sit at the top of the stairs, growling and keeping watch on the vampires. Oh, did Nick? Oh, no shit. <laughs> the Jackie's upstairs waiting out. Like, what happened? <laughs> I just heard some crashing. It sounds like the roof is in the basement he'll, now. He'll understand. <laughs> so, her perspective. I mean, I mean think- like Jackie's Jackie's basically a prey animal at this point. It seems. So, I think he, as soon as we started plunging through the roof, he probably just like, <laughs> left over the side and just booked it. He's got that Argenti luck and that Argenti uh, valor. <laughs> so, like for quick perspective, Wolf Illyria has nine hit points. Human Illyria has three. <laughs> I'm worse than that. <laughs> You are. I have every sympathy for you, which is why I'm standing. Okay, so uh, Faustus will, once Grimhild, I guess, has the rope around the neck, he will prepare to stab him in the heart. Okay. But, sorry. Mm-hmm. Dumped in, uh, slathered in oil, a noose pulled around his neck, weighing heavy in your hands like it was made of metal or stone. You drape it over him and pull it taut. And... Faustus, you stand over him. Is there anything final any of you would like to say? Bart. Or do. Um, well, the thing, thing is, uh, I have a plan for getting out of here once we finish this. Wait, shit. Is this place going to collapse when he dies? No. <laughs> why would it do that? <laughs> why, why are they doing I am asking for final words. Please tell me if there are any. Uh, Faustus, he pauses momentarily and says... By my will of magic and by the authority of the Inquisition of the Church of Avacyn, you are consigned to death for your crimes. Nick is busily trying to light like a flint and steel with (laughs) with his wet hands. He just looks up. Do you see a spooky ghost light? (laughs) Yeah, do I see his ghost stand? There's a sort of flicker behind him, not a full manifestation but hands pressed directly behind his hands, grasping a sword together. And I'll channel as much uh, Divine Smite into it as I can. Okay. You're using his sword? Uh, ideally both. Hell yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I will basically just whisper in his fucking ear if he's getting it vaguely conscious, even if he's not, just like, you've earned this a thousand times over, you monster. Uh, the people of Stensia will not stand for such things. I don't know, something like that. Probably better. Conrad's got nothing. The blades pierce into his flesh, and as they do, they pulse with bright, brilliant white light, and it sears throughout his body, and it would seem almost to want to burn him to ash. But as the sword of Moore is stabbed into him, he stiffens, waxy and still, as the blade pierces down into the stone and holds him in place. The other wounds spreading across him, but not ruining his perfect corpse. Huh. Yeah, pull that one out. He doesn't deserve this. <laughs> well, his weapon is enchanted to trophify people. Yeah. <laughs> what an uh, asshole. He, he pulls Arcelia's cross back and just leaves the sword sitting where it is. It is worth noting, he is not healed. <laughs> he is not healthy. He is still wounded, bloodied, torn. But his body does not fall further from those final blows. He is just pinned there. 
Did like the butterfly. noose get heavier? No. Mm. I'm going to remove that sword because I don't trust this at all. <laughs> like, it might seem nice to be like, oh, well, this is a reminder of the vampires, but I'd rather have, like, an obviously super dead mower that will never come back. <laughs> I don't want someone actually, like, spilling blood on him in a hundred years. No, see, this is where you swear an oath and, and live here until your dying day is making sure no one pulls the sword out. <laughs> no, I'm just going to do it myself and murder him. <laughs> <laughs> take it out put it back in take it that out, is the opposite of Grimfeld's MO is like oh I'm gonna do this like no that's a way roundabout just get rid of the fucking thing okay so you just pull put your hands on the sword and pluck it out again yeah making sure that he's got noosed up yeah with a similar amount of effort uh, to as you did previously you wrench it out of his body and as soon as you do his body falls apart into ash gray thick and oily Grimmins gonna do something that she's never done before. Eat it. Laugh. She Smile. throws that sword away. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, meanwhile, has popped a bottle. Uh, he said he wouldn't drink this until more was dead. He's fucking dead. He's fucking drinking it <laughs> right away. Faustus kind of walks to the center of the room and uh, stops and stares into space. I can bring you back. We don't understand. I'm learning. I learned. I learned so much already. Is this I, audible? Uh, I'd assume he's talking inside his head, but okay, never mind then. I I created shells for the other fallen soldiers to occupy. I can I can bring you back. I'm glad I got to see you. I'm glad this is over. I'm very tired. I think I need to sleep. Not you can't. What am I supposed to do? If you go, you feel a caress against the side of your face again. You've done more than I can do. It's here. Don't stop living when I'm gone. What happened between you and Conrad that night? Yeah, it was confusing, I will admit, but don't fault him, though. Let's see what you think such a thing. I out before him, the mad vampire, the devil of the elf. I wanted the slaughter to end. I was going to die either way. I understand why. Perhaps it was better to die at his hand than at the tortures of the beast. Perhaps it's worse. No anymore. Been two years of welling and roiling and so little, so much anger. Her here makes a lot of it more reasonable, a bit more. Be overcome. I thought I'd never see you again. I swore to see you again. And it's not good enough. I'm sorry. I. Wish if I if I could have convinced you back then you might still be alive. My choices are mine. There's a tip underneath your head, up your chin, bringing it up, and you can see bathed in light, formed out of white mist, long hair and sharp features of Arcelia. She's ephemeral and billowing at the edges. But she gazes at you, looking you in the eyes. I lived and I died with hope. Sorry, I didn't do well enough, but it's not your fault for my choices. Tears are streaming down his face. He's he's gone, at least. I will take solace in that. But he'll never be worth what it cost. He won't. But perhaps bringing something back to the Outland Valleys is. Making the people of Stencio realize hope isn't a poison. All I ever wanted. Done so much. You should be able to rest. But before you go back to sleep, do you think you can dream with me? And he'll pull out the 
the biscuits from the uh, the crones. She won't hold out a hand for it, but will hold out a hand to you. Yeah, he'll hold out his hand and uh, eat them. I love you, and I wish we had more time. I know. I love you, and I continue to dream of you, even as I sleep. Around then is probably when he passes out from the magic. And I think we'll do the very wrap-up in one final session next time. Sounds good. Well. (sighs) Questions, comments, concerns. So what are we doing next time? Just like uh, epilogues and stuff, I assume. Epilogues and uh, probably the um, uh, memoriam, essentially the post. Uh, postmortem is the word you're looking for. Yeah, postmortem. That's it. Sure. We need to. I didn't think I'd end this campaign as a dog, but you know. <laughs> you can change back whatever you want. <laughs> I know, but I will never have another chance in game to be human. Yeah. And that's just intriguing. But there'll be no, a little. You, bit we're of not done. <laughs> we're epilogging. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, you can't you There's can't not- end at the climax. You have to have a resolution. Yeah. It's true. Otherwise, the emotions will literally kill you. <laughs> oh, <wow. sighs> okay. Well, if there's no more thoughts for right now, uh, we'll catch you for one final cleanup next time, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to murder the broadcast.